All right, we're here. We're we're live. Welcome in everybody to the pre. We're going to do a couple seconds up top, letting you know where you are. This is Keith Pazel's podcast. We're going to do Halloween stuff today. Yep. Got Halloween. We're got the history of China on right now. I've been watching this. Got this boring English guy. My problem with world history is it's so like anything past 1800 before 1800 it's just so boring to me and most of china is just like in 1542 chang 56432 they all got numbers attached to their names and shit uh but yeah we got t we're gonna make fun of tv welcome to the show everybody uh we'll be back on the other side of the intro here from atlanta fulton county we're storming the capital it's a revolution purple color i see that you maintain the status december 7th night on a question a psychopath i love you so badly i got me Got Scream 2 on the transition here. Absolutely. Went from the history of China to Scream 2. Exactly. It's Halloween season, though. Absolutely. There's been a lot of horror in the rotation. You know, I don't have cable now, so I do a la carte. And you know something? You know what I like about it? My brother sent me a link to this this Chechen illegal stream that I can watch all sporting events. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great. The the Eastern Bloc really is with it with the illegal streams and torrents. <laughs> well, you got to fight through some language. Like yeah, you got to you you got to just you, you're going off thumbnails. Yes, it, it is. Uh, uh, the well, the Eastern Bloc in general is just uh, that whole region. The whole it's, it's all an illegal stream over there. It, it, it's all it, God. The whole fucking area. Everything's a grift, man. It's funny. I, I told you, Keith. I I purchased a new used car, or a different used car. For those who don't know, I've been doing Lyft for almost a full year now. I've had 3,200 passengers, Keith. It's a lot. 32, I've never tested positive once. Celebrate mask, that, everybody. The mask works, as does the vaccine. I've tested 10 times. Thank you. Thank you so much. We've got about 30 people here watching us. And, and I, I had to... Uh, <laughs> I had to basically, my car has been breaking down so much. My original car, my 03 Lexus, that I'm now putting on for sale at Craigslist. Starting to get Ooh, you're Craigslisting it, huh? Absolutely. You're going to put a corpse in there, classic style? Classic <laughs> Craigslist fucking Halloween prank? No, uh, but, uh, so I, but I had to get a different car in lieu of that. And uh, I'm just very happy about that purchase. I think it drives a hell of a lot better. Well, yeah, it's like yeah. 10 years newer. Absolutely. It's a newer car. 200,000 miles less. 
So that will be my car probably for the next five to ten years. Well, not ten years, probably fucking five really years. setting your. That's a that's a big. Uh, you're setting your future. It's good to look at your future. I, I had your I, used future. I, I had to stabilize it because it's just every time I was driving my car, the damn check engine light would come on for some reason. Like, what else is wrong with it? It overheated two weeks ago, and I had to get twenty one different valves, gaskets, hoses, and pipes all replaced. Then the, then I had the front end alignment get, got totally. I had to do all the new front front suspension done. I mean. And then I had to send it in again because what, what is this a home improvement done. episode here? Yes, it is. Oh. And it was uh, so I had to put too much money into it. So I'm trying to sell the damn thing. Hey, Crow, did you give it more power? I, wait, is, is that from uh, ha, 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 ha. You, Home Improvements? Is your? See, I, never I used to watch it, it when I was a kid. That was a big when I was a kid show. I mean, I had no, you know, it was like how I believed in God. I just I followed my parents. Yeah. <laughs> Did your your dad liked home improvements? Yes. God, it's such a He liked show. T- t- Tim Allen because of the cocaine thing. Anytime we watched Home Improvement, he'd be like, you know, he sold cocaine. He got popped. He used to party. Yeah. Anyone who yeah. used to party, my dad was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Even look at what his facade became, his comedic facade. Although, as you know, as one of my opening jokes from years ago, uh, I know I've become middle aged when I, I actually pull watched up- Wild Hogs. And I was actually wildly entertained by wild hogs. I was going to say I could pull up the 2001 Chicago Comedy Festival audition. Oh, I, no. I got it no, in my... No, we... we, we pull yeah. that up and you can go... Oh, no! I, we, we, I, I don't want to watch that. Although it wasn't bad. I will say there's a good meta joke you throw on there about... Throw some slurs out there yeah. about how you, you have the white man's burden. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you'd have to change it up now. You'd have to say, like, you'd have to make that negative. Like, you made yourself seem like a victim in the joke of, like, I deal with the white man's burden. But at the well, end of the joke, but at the end that. of the joke, it's like, oh, I, my life isn't hard at all. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you're like, I got the white man's burden, the pressure to succeed. That used to be my closing bit for oh, a Oh, yeah, it's time. the end. And people, like, whoop at the end of it. Like, people are like, woo! Yeah, well, because it like was you, good. Yeah, like I was like, oh, wow. being political was so different in 2001. What, what, what was the, if you don't mind me asking, what were the slurs that were in there? You Is were that... saying like Mick, you were just calling Irish people oh, Mick. Oh, oh and yeah, shit well, like that, that. That, that's white on white racism. Yeah. That's allowed. Like, that's a lot. Every, as long as I wasn't saying things like the no, Chinaman or something, no, you know, no, something no. awful, you know? No, you, it was all like, because, you know, I don't, I don't, I got the Mick cross to bear or something like no, that. What it was is I'm not even an Irishman. You can't call me a, a Guinness yeah. drinking Mick child beating. It's all that shit. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. it's just that. I I, I actually, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, I thought that that was my closer. I remember I did that at the comedy caravan for an audition in Louisville, Kentucky, and they ripped me a new one. I got totally ripped on that. Boy, when you do stand up sometimes, Keith, you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to be subject to criticism. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that'll happen. You bury your soul. They call it burying your soul. Well, you try to it sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't go. It doesn't go so well. I haven't been. I got to get yeah. up on stage. I, I'm getting the itch to go up more frequently. You know, so yeah. Uh, well, welcome to the show. We got Scream Two on right now. They threw the Sarah Michelle Geller ad right here because they had Drew Barrymore in the first one. So you exactly. had to get like a famous person. By Scream Three, they were done with that. Yeah, who who, who was in Scream Three? They focus more on Liev Schreiber. Uh, he plays Cotton Weary, the guy who's accused of killing Nev Campbell's. He actually mom. he's in he's in Scream Three. He's a pretty big actor, right? Yeah. Well, he's he he's play, in uh, this one too. That's like they, okay. they first because in the first movie, he you just hear about Cotton Weary. Cotton. Was what this a good direct, name. Was this directed by Clive Barker or no, by Wes Craven did the Wes first Craven, one. But Craven, I don't know yeah. who directed the second one. Craven was done by that. You know, or, or, or it was a uh, was what? Yeah. Wes Craven. The guy who created Dawson's Creek wrote the first one, though. I'll tell you that. Wow. 
Yeah, this was a this was a big move. It came out what ninety eight, I want to say. Yes, this was probably ninety eight because Scream Three was two thousand. Yeah, yeah, I I remember Scream was good. This was ninety seven next oh, year. God, that's how big Scream was. You know, when it's the next year, they're like, we got to force. Yeah, one we got to get when they yeah, exactly gotta squeeze a sequel in here because no, there's Nosferatu. There we go. But uh, yeah, it, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, th- this was definitely. Again, we're going to have a bit of a horror theme Well, yeah, today. we got Halloween movies to go over. Exactly. And also, this week in TV history, Halloween debuted. Exactly. But but I wanted to think about... Uh, I heard kind of an interesting theory that a lot of the iconic horror franchises, what I would call iconic, not necessarily your Draculas or your Wolfmans or your Mummies, but like your, your Mike Myers, your Halloweens, yeah. your Friday the 13th, that they actually just keep bringing them back when the genre itself, like I feel like the genre of horror kind of changed a bit in the 90s. It yeah. became something different than what it was, say, in the 70s or 80s. It's less campy. They try and make it more realistic now. Yeah, I think in the 90s they did. But then I, I feel like, like... I always thought Nightmare on Elm Street was funny. Like, that's why I liked it so much. Like, it's not scary to me. Like, I looked at those movies as, like, horror comedies. Really? Yeah. Interesting, because the very first Nightmare on Elm Street, and I was like, wow, this is inventive. I mean, he'll wear shades and a, shit. This is a unique movie. Yeah. Well, I always thought part two was was, was comedy also. Freddie had his lines, you know. Oh, yeah. And then four, like all the nightmares are so elaborate and shit like that. He'll be in a, they'll be in, it looks like a meatloaf video. They'll be in like a junkyard with cars stacked high. And one of the cars yeah. will become Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In two, there's a scene, if I'm not mistaken, where he basically becomes a television set, you know, picks this woman up and shoves her head into the screen. So he murders her and shoves her into the screen of a television set and says, welcome to the prime time bitch. And I remember yeah. thinking that was the funniest thing. It's tremendous. I thought it was hilarious, you know, so, oh, is that we, we you know, we wanted to get Shannon Doherty, but, you know, we just couldn't afford to pay for her. Yeah. So instead we got her who's, you know, I feel like that's the chick from Step by Step, the one who played JT's girlfriend. You know, I, I feel like. Uh, young women of that era loved wearing like shawls and like light sweaters yeah. and gossamer thin sweaters and stuff you know like <laughs> it was innocent it was an innocent look yeah yeah exactly the guys in the background yeah so it, it is that uh, to me is funny they do that in the first one a lot like you'll have these very intensely dramatic scenes and the then foreground. randomly you'll just have them pop through the background like that this looks like a fucking sctv sketch well yeah well that was deemed like I squeeze your head or the, kids the, in the hall <laughs> here we go Uh-oh. She's still, is she, is she still doing stuff? This was the era of the alarm box yes. on the wall. Yep. I mean, they still have that, but it's elaborate and small. They don't want it to be visible. Absolutely. This one, it was like a fucking TV on the wall. <laughs> Turn it on. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Be careful. It'll open your garage door if you don't I hit the right I still have code. that in my condo. I am an owner of that property. That ages your know. condo, by the way. I'm aged, my friend. Good yeah. water. Yeah, no. So, so yeah, with the with the horror genre, then they come, so Halloween because we've talked about Halloween many times on this show. The original Halloween came out in 1978. I never saw the original in the theater. Had I seen that in the theater, I probably would have had a nervous breakdown. That's how scared I would have been. I actually saw Jaws in the theater when I was six years old. PG, a wide net back then. Halloween, the original one, had to be R. And then, of course, I saw Alien in the theater when I was 10 years old in 1979, which I wouldn't call seeing Alien in the... This is not watching a movie in a theater. When, when, when <laughs> you you're didn't doing even this, crack your fingers open? I was literally like just kind of and like slowly kind of glancing. Now, like I, it was 
I was mortified, and, and the alien is on screen for 45 seconds. Well, and that's that why, is quality filmmaking. Well, that's also why Alien breaks ground because it's technically not a horror movie. Well, exactly. It's not supposed to be. Well, neither was Jaws either. I was going to say Jaws. I still the don't French consider version Jaws horror. done by Jaws Truffaut. to me is a action movie. Interesting. It's like I would even say Jaws to me is the very definition of a summer blockbuster oh what it almost doesn't have a genre it's a little sci-fi it's a little suspense it's a little horror yeah yeah you know it is well it was the very first blockbuster they said it was the it was the very first time because they used to release movies before that i think like oh in we'll chicago new halloween. york and ella yeah the original halloween spent two years going the dude uh, none of the big studios wanted to distribute it so this guy would rent out theaters city to city and just make sure that he goes i did it locally so that if a screening in detroit went bad i could immediately just bury it and, if and it, go to Cleveland or and something. And go to Cleveland, and Cleveland wouldn't know about how it went in Detroit. But, uh, if, but if it goes well in Detroit, I'll put a newspaper ad in Cleveland about how well it did wow, in Detroit. Wow. And he goes slowly but surely, like every, every premiere was more and more people. And then wow. the movie, it was the highest grossing independent film of all time. It was like 300 grand. They got some guy to give him 300 grand, and it made $70 million. I was going to say, I thought it made 50 to 60 million bucks. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 beat it. As the most profitable independent movie of all time. And then uh, Blair Witch knocked all of them out of the water because Blair Witch cost like 10 grand and it made like a hundred million dollars. Wow. It made back 4,000% of its budget or something wow. like that. Wow. Yeah. Look at this cast. Nev Campbell. And then that woman on the left was a bit of a party. Uh, then that woman in the middle there with, with the dress on. It's all Beverly Hills 901. You got to throw Vivica A. Fox in somewhere. Yeah, this was this was all Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, that's a young fucking uh, Timothy Oliphant. Is that Oliphant? Wow, it is. That is Oliphant. And that guy on the left was someone for a while, too. He was a, he was Oh, he's still in L.A. fucking doing stuff. Yeah. That's fucking, uh, uh, what the fuck is Look that guy's name? Look at this cat. Well, that guy, Jerry O'Connell. so upset, by the way. Look at this cast, Jamie man. Kennedy. That's Jamie Kennedy. Whoa. He's the, still. The comedic actor? Yeah. He, There's an entire documentary about him doing, uh, about him wondering why people don't like his stand-up. And his argument basically is like. Who cares if I'm a, like everyone was like, why don't you like me? And they're like, I don't know. You're kind of a, he's just like, but who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Jerry, this, they had a cast in this one. Oh, man. because the first one was a fucking phenomenon. Yeah. And probably yeah. because the story was so flimsy, they're like, we need to just load this fucker up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And get, it's get a bunch of faces. Kind of opposite of how horror movies used to be because those used to be the launching point. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street one says introducing Johnny Depp. Oh, it, it literally it gave him a special credit. Yeah. Wow. Well, and then yeah, or I mean, where it would be like Jonathan Depp, John, like before he was Johnny, Johnny yeah, John exactly. Q. Depp, yeah, absolutely. And then is that Billy Jean King? Who's who's yeah. the reporter there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's supposed to be someone like that. Like, yeah. uh, I don't think we can well, crack into. Well, oh no, that's fucking Darlene from fucking uh, it's Roseanne. Whoa, whoa, oh, or oh, the aunt, or the the Roseanne's K sister, uh, um, Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf. That's oh, Lori Metcalf. A, a, a plays, factor. In this one, she has something to do with Cotton Weary. Okay, his name is Cotton. I, I can it's accept Cotton. Fits. I'm on down there. I got that boy. I'm Cotton Weary. Oh, I've been out in the fields for twelve hours and Cotton Weary. Cotton Fitzsimmons. I can accept. Former coach of the Phoenix Suns, and also I believe the Kansas City Kings, if I'm not mistaken, was Cotton Fitzsimmons. 
Basketball, Sounds like a powerhouse coach. B- basketball coaches in the 70s were hilarious. Gene Chu, Bill Fitch. <laughs> these guys had gr- these horrible records and would coach forever. NBA coaches are some of the biggest retreads. They coach like four different... Bill Fitch won a championship. Do you know, you know Larry Bird's first championship team? Do you know who the coach was? Bill Fitch? Bill Fitch in 1981. I was going to go Bill Russell or, or Kevin. No, no. It was, was Casey the Jones the player in 84, coach. 86. Wasn't he a player coach? Uh, Bill Russell was a player coach in he 69. He won like 37 straight titles. Well, in 69. And he was he was a black guy, you know, and, and he was a player coach. Do you think in 1969, an in 1969, guy. every time someone told Wilt Chamberlain. So in the 1969 season, do you think he went? <laughs> Who, who? Will, Will? Why? Because he's 69 all day, dude. He fucking... There you go, buddy. No, he just uh, lay a girl across his torso, and they would fit perfectly. No, it would be women. Yeah, exactly. They would just be on his torso alone. He, their feet, he would be sucking on their toes, toes. Yeah, yeah, they that, would be they, sucking on his dick. That would be a 69. But yeah, it, it is... In 69, actually... Call it the 67. The Celtics had no business beating the Lakers, but they beat them in, uh, in Did seven that annoy games. you? Well, I was I was you born that you year. I was I was not oh, a sentient I thought being. I didn't hear the year. It was because 19... when you were thirteen, they were still playing each other. Chamberlain and Russell were not playing. No, in I'm saying the Lakers and the Celtics. Uh, they, yeah, they, they, they. Well, you know something? Or the Hawks were randomly good <laughs> in, in, in that era. In that era, it was the, the Sixers. Rockets were no, good. It was the Sixers and the Lakers. Actually, 80, 81, 80 to eighty two. Uh, the Sixers and Lakers played in the championship. They played, I think, actually three or four years. They played in 80, 82, and 83. Lakers won two. Sixers won it in 83 Ooh. for Dr. J's only championship, actually. We got moonshiners here on Discovery. 81 was, was the Celtics because both Bur- – well, I think McHale was a rookie. Bird was in his second season. This is non-league uh, TV right here, baby. That, that was early Celtics. They, they had Cornbread Maxwell, who was the MVP of the 81 series. What a fucking slave name. I mean, dude, what a 70s athlete, dude. Cornbread Maxwell, world be free, you know? These were 70s athletes. You this know? is like if if you, like an ABA generator. Oh, well, a lot of these guys were a former, well, world be free actually was an NBA guy. That's Sixers team, World boy. be free skin was the red, white, and blue ball. <laughs> well, because he, uh, that 76, 77 uh, uh, Sixers team was actually totally good. They scared the NBA because, uh, they, they just, let's put it this way. They were urban. They were urban in their style. As they ran like, a high-flying like game. Like you described the Panthers' defense. They're high-energy <laughs> and urban. urban. Yeah, it, it, it was, because uh, I think literally it's scary. Honestly, the NBA in the late 70s, the race thing, oh boy, this country was not dealing with what it is, very is well. Is Larry the Cable Guy a moonshiner now? I guess. I guess he's doing this. Yeah, here's what I'm doing here. Getting her done. Making a little bit. Is that Larry? Is that him? No. It literally looks like him. Uh, but I tell you what, the Larry is that guy's hero. He, he he knows, God, he knows the look he's going for. The shine should move. You know, the move over here. And you still got to make moonshine? Man, is Sam Elliott dead or could he be the voiceover for this? <laughs> You know, I, you know, at the end of the day, anything. Got a good style. Been, you know, I don't even. I got to admit, Chico, he's a moonshiner. Ain't no way this guy likes a real Chico in his fucking life. I, I, uh, I, I so watch it. I dare Chico to move next door to this Chico. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 Chico would call the man. He would call the man <laughs> if he moved in next door. Uh, but I, I've drank moonshine. And after that joke, we'll be back. I gotta be. <laughs> I would, uh, I would, uh, I've drank moonshine 
And I found moonshine. Um, it's violent, right? It's a it's an aggressive. It almost tastes like you're drinking liquefied lumber. Yeah, it, it, it's like a turpent. It's a very very high. I mean, it's it's proof is like 180. It's yeah. like 90 percent alcohol. You go blind. So literally, you have like a shot of that. It sneaks up on your ass. You're like, oh yeah, hey, how are things going? All of a sudden, whoa, I'm really drunk. I'm sure you had that moment. <laughs> I like you, that. I like you know, that. That's your transition of just like, oh hey, how are things going? And I, I mean, there are times like if I drink brown alcohol, sometimes if I drink it too fast, I'll be hanging. I'll be like, I'm totally normal, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I am really drunk and when i realize i'm drunk it's too That's late moonshiner like, talk right there yeah y'all yeah. want that brown alcohol yeah no you want some moonshine i went to i was at a gas station in my dad's hometown of crete illinois which is not the south but you will yeah. see hear people that talk like they're from the south oh of course um you go south of i-80 you go south of i-80 it's alabama and I don't this know if you're guy aware of that, was right? piss-ass drunk in the store and they were like we're gonna kick you the fuck out of here he was tr- like trying to nipple pinch the fucking cashiers and shit whoa like he was just male and, and female and the both. guy goes yeah and the guy goes oh come on we just wanted to get some cold beer and, uh, he just kept saying that and he was all loaded but that struck me as so southern like yeah, cold yeah, beer yeah like yeah. when you distinct the cold yeah we just yeah. want some cold, cold beer. beer that means he drinks warm beer he emphasizes oh god and it probably means more often than not he's drinking cold warm beer Yo, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So cold beer is like a treat to him. Yeah, absolutely. he found someone with a car to drive him to get some cold beer. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because whenever you go by liquor stores, it's always like cold. You just put beer up the sign. I'm assuming it's cold. You got it in a refrigeration. But when they say cold beer, it's probably for that that level of drunk who like I have some room temperature alcohol. I, it's been in my truck for the past two weeks. It's skunky. It's old. I'm drinking it after w- working my laborer job on a construction site, working with wheelbarrows. I got a couple splinters in my fingers. I'm drinking some warm beer in the cabin of my 1973 Ford pickup truck. Tell you what, while we continue this conversation, I'm going to throw the second episode of the Chucky TV show on. Knock a little bit of this non-TV oh, league yeah. show on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's yeah. get into the Halloween we, season We, we a watched bit. a little bit of this again. Last yeah, week. We're, we're going to go into some Halloween discussion. 115 uh hits on the website last week too by the way oh that's normally they they informed me that's an increase from my normal zero to 59 (laughs) that range so are we are we are we at three ranges higher is it 60 to 100 and then 101 to 150 so we're yeah so we're we're, we should have our own tv ranking so we just got three points so thank you to the to the hundreds of people that cracked into the website i hope you had a good time thank you it's a good website um, well, we have got a lot of downloads. Yeah, there's a well, and welcome into we get thousands of listeners every week. Like we have a listenership. We're starting to get a bit of a base, a foundation, big backlog. A lot of people like the back. That's almost we're evergreen. <laughs> like we talk a lot of current time stuff. Like we yeah. have, we did the cat. We fucking live streamed the Capitol riots, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the and the all that Trump shit, but yeah. A yeah. lot of people like going back and listening to the to the back episodes. Well, let's just hope that we don't get li- when when things get bigger for us, they don't go back and listen to certain episodes when we're <laughs> when maybe we weren't. People uh, listen to those. People listen yeah. to the era of when I because originally this show was supposed to be very political. I wanted this show to be Crocious, who's a liberal, yeah. me, who's just dumb. And then our buddy, Mikey Manker, who is violently right wing, your buddy, Mikey Manker. Yes. Uh, who is aggressively right wing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and well, other, ba- and the- other bad things I've heard about that I, you know, <laughs> that kind of make me question if I want to speak to him again. But it's not, and that's, it has nothing to do with politics, this one. Oh, does he bite into a razor blade apple? Probably. Oh. Or it's some. Oh, uh, speaking, of, that was a Halloween tweet, too, not death. Oh. It, it, is that. Uh, Charles Lee Ray probably loves it. Is that Leah Berman's kid? Good morning, Hack so- <laughs> Jackson. So check this out. This takes place in Hackensack, New Jersey. Which is not the same place where where weird, original Chucky was. Weird tie, in fact, the real Haddonfield is in New Jersey. I thought the real Haddonfield was Illinois. No, the the chick who created Halloween, who wrote it with Carpenter, Deborah Hill, is from Haddonfield, New Jersey. Oh, so that's why she gave Haddonfield, Illinois, the town name. Oh, oh, because I think it, Illinois just sounds more like it was. What's well, more Midwestern? Central, it's, yeah, like, exactly. It's not one of the coasts. It's more. Like, it could be any town, USA. Also, they had three pumpkins available to them during the first shoot of the Halloween movie. Wow. There's three shots of pumpkins in the whole movie. And the first one, the kid breaks and they had to do it on one take. I actually think that, I mean, if you watch the behind the scenes of Halloween, it's a Netflix Netflix documentary too. the movies we love. I just watched it two days ago. It was, it was all their first movies. A lot of those people were just out of high school and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was Jamie Lee Curtis. It's literal nepotism. Like the carpenter just hired people he knew and then had those people just like, just get people, you know, like he just wanted to make a fucking movie. That's like the, the producer, the the fucking producer, fucking Norman Schleister or whatever the fucking yeah, guy's yeah, name yeah. is. Uh, he said, like, Carpenter would have made a movie about my tuna sandwich that I was eating during our meeting. Like, he just wanted to make something that, that that's a that's a ama- I think about the process of making a movie and it, it, that just demystifies. I didn't it know he ways. made Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, yeah. yeah Carpenter. Was that was his movie. first movie. Yeah. Yeah. The mid- Which is a remake of Rio Bravo. Oh, you know, he just basically real, Bra- yeah. well, real Bravo in, in like sort of quote unquote modern yeah. times. Wow. Well, you, real Bravo, Tarantino, one of his favorite movies. I like real Bravo. It's pretty good. Race of your life. Just have a cliff bar before lunch, okay? That's all you got to do. Eat a cliff bar for just lunch. Just don't be gay, son. I heard you're gay. I, I heard I, you I, like you know, your best friend. That would friend. embarrass me if that would happen. Uh, so yeah, the Chucky series. But yeah, it is. Uh, I also heard that they basically had like one bag of fall leaves. They filmed it in L.A. They didn't film it. You know, it's in, in Pasadena. Yeah. South and, Pasadena. And, and they're literally like just there's scenes where there's like palm trees in the background, but they're throwing around leaves and stuff like they had the same bag of leaves. They had to gather again to then. OK, we got to do another sh- scene with like leaves going by. Uh, very high. Good guerrilla shooting. You think about I mean, I think that movie as far as horror goes, when I was a kid, like here, here was the. Uh, the iconic movies of my childhood for horror. Halloween was definitely in there. The original Friday the 13th, because that was a slasher movie. The Shining was in there, too. And I would think... I didn't the, like The Shining until I was older. Yeah. Uh, the Exorcist was, of course, before my time. But again, I was of an era when a movie was a hit. It would be in the theater for like three years. Well, because video was, like was Star rare. Wars. Yeah, well, like it was, didn't come out on video until like two years after it was in... So, so there was... You had like the theater was the only way to see shit. Well, exactly. Yeah, video. I mean, video didn't become popularized until the early eighties. Like a popular Late 70s movie wasn't even it. Wasn't even probably allowed. even stayed in theaters past new release. Oh, oh, like The usually. Godfather was probably in theaters until nineteen eighty nine. Well, uh, I can tell you this much: Star Wars is in theaters for a solid two years until seventy nine. It was in theaters. So through Return of the Jedi or through Empire Strikes Back, about six months to a year short of Empire Strikes Back, 
Star Wars was still in the in, in a lot of different. I saw that because well, they were like, if you want to watch Empire Strikes Back, come see Star Wars. If yeah, you haven't seen it yet. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, and, and and it was still making a buck because it was so. I I watched Star Wars four times in the theater. For me, that was a big deal. It's a lot. The last it's movie also back when a movie ticket. Well, it was probably cheap. I was going to say like your parents are probably like, oh fuck the movies again. Uh, it was four dollars. was four bucks for a movie when I started to see movies. Four bucks, which is a little more than than what what minimum wage was back then. You know. That was kind of like what a concert was. You would go to a concert, it was like 10 bucks. You had to work three hours at McDonald's to go see the Rolling Stones in 1975. Not, that is not the way the no. that is not the way it works. Now. They, they have not increased. It has not increased with inflation. It is part of the reason why there is a massive underclass in this country. You know, during during Reagan's presidency, they never raised the minimum wage. Do you know what my my, my wage was at, at Wendy's? My very first job, summer of eighty like five, five three dollars, three seventy five, or three dollars and thirty five cents yeah. an hour. I, I would get a check every two weeks for one hundred and sixty eight, and you were happy. And I was like, wow, I have some money. I saved like five hundred. I can buy my candy cigarettes. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I can that, buy my baseball cards to uh, put between the spokes of my bike. That, Did you do that? No. I, I always thought that was bizarre when people. Why would you do that? It's a baseball card. So it sounds like it's a motorcycle. Uh, that, that just no. No, you do it with a bad baseball card. You do it with, with a with well, a common. You, you do it with a Kevin Young rookie card. Or yeah, something yeah, yeah. Like or that. Bruce Boxy catcher or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or, or one of those Biff ser- Poker robot. <laughs> You know, <laughs> or one of those cereal box cards that doesn't have the logo on the hat because oh, they didn't yeah. have the rights to it. Yeah, yeah. I had a Mark Grace card. I had a bunch of football cards from Tombstone Pizzas. Tombstone Pizza had those like, might actually be worth a little because they were so obscure. And I rare. had a Len Dawson Tombstone Pizza you football did? card. You did? Yeah. Wow. I had one commemorating the Canton Bulldogs who became the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Who, they, I think they became the Cleveland Rams yes. first. Cleveland at one time had two professional football teams. They had Cleveland, they had the Rams and the Browns, I believe. I actually like the era of football where when the NFL first started, they actually avoided big cities. It would be like the Moline Monsters. Like well, they they went, they wanted to go to small, small cities to like slowly build the reputation. Like one wow. of the, one of the big, there was it like a, was cheaper. there was like a uh, tri or what's the uh, East, uh, What's the three cities between Illinois and fucking Iowa? Oh, oh, the Quad Cities? The Quad Cities. There was like a Quad City NFL team. It's like the East Moline or something well, like that. Well, the Duluth Eskimos were a team. Duluth, yeah. Minnesota Rockford had a, team. had a fucking team. I believe it. Well, plus those, the fact is those those towns were actually somewhat more thriving Rockford than what they are now. was like where the country got screws. Yeah. Yeah. God, Rock, Rockford, I think, was voted the worst town in America recently. Although I, what I saw the most poverty stricken town. Oh, ow. That's a bad death. The most poverty stricken. Let's get that. That, that, Chucky do that? that? Yeah, that's the maid. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Lupita taking the knives. Ooh, man. You wouldn't necessarily die right away, too. Mm. You're basking in that for a little bit. Oh, God, a good impaling. That'd be a bad way to go. There you go. Ooh, that was was a very artistic shot. There we go. Spook, playful, spooky music. (laughs) It's played on. But again, the iconic horror movies. The Exorcist was one of those movies that was in the theater for a couple years. I never saw it in the theater. I saw that a bunch when I was a kid. My dad had that on tape. He Ooh. he recorded it off the HBO in the eighties. Did, did you? Uh, did you find it scary or did you find it, it was creepy? I didn't yeah. find it. What I found terrifying is I went in when they re released it in theaters. I yeah. went and saw it, and they added the scene where she spider crawls down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. And there's more like uh, there's a scene in the movie where the mom comes home right when Reagan's starting to act weird. Yeah, the mom comes home and turns on the kitchen light 
and then she moves rooms and opens a door and it goes from the darkness of the shadow of the door to the light. Yeah. In the remake, they added a devil face in the dark. Like when she oh, opens the door, you oh. see a demon face go like, <gasps> and then when the door slams open, it like goes away. Oh, interesting. And they add interesting. little shit like that throughout the movie. There was also a thing they added to, I'm not mistaken, where was it uh, one, the priest who dies at the end? who first sort of realizes his head spins around uh, but, but there's also a scene where i think maybe he sees his mother because remember that, that's a scene Why where you do this to me, Danny? Danny? i'm gonna tell that you that wasn't no, in no. the original one. Oh well no i think that there's a scene where there, there's like an entire white room that i think i think it's his mother i could be wrong is in this white room yes. like in a mental institution she, like it's runs very at bright him. yeah yeah kind yeah. of like the shining where those fucking that corpse runs out of the bathtub it's kind of like that yeah she's like in a mental institution and like yeah 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 and she, you do this to me Danny? Danny, i don't understand though Oh, I'm from a Sicily. This is what, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I remember. Also, there's I think there's a scene too. Maybe it was in the release also where there's a a homeless guy who's like on some you know 49th Street uh, you know in, yeah. actually in in New York, not DC because it's filmed in in DC. I was in, in love Georgetown. with Linda Blair when I was a kid. Wow, Reagan, I had the hots for Reagan. That, that's an odd crush. I was just I was like she's adorable. I was all for women and celebrities that I thought I could legitimately date. <laughs> Like I knew I wasn't going to like, like I was you just like going to get Kim Basinger. I was just it like, was you not know, gonna she's happen. a normal broad. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could actually hook up with yeah. her. Yeah. She's yeah. like 48 now. I'm a fucking hot 13 year old. <laughs> yeah. We can make this work. I saw that. I saw that in the, in the, I tell you when it was re-released, they, they did it a lot. Of, it was, it was a good, like, uh, they had some good scenes in there. I think it held up pretty well. So I, I think the exorcist holds up pretty well. It's dated somewhat, but I think it's it's held up. So the plot in this episode, Crow, I looked over it. Uh, Chucky wants to murder one of the kids bullies. And so the kid has to have the moral conflict of like, do I stop the doll from killing this bully? Or like, or do I want this bully to be excited about yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. fucking getting murked yeah. off? DC, yeah. Baltimore. Okay. Check it out. It's it's so funny. Why does this look like a fucking murder man? Like you, the filtering, they're just laying it on thick. Happened to a woman up in there. The cops should just be like, "Why does your house look like the set of a fucking horror movie?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like an Escher painting. You're gonna go, you're gonna go. Who was the guy? Devil in a white city who had like some weird yeah. haunted house. Like you open a oh, door yeah. and it was like a brick wall. The murder house. Know? Yeah. Well, where was that located? Do you have any idea? It's in Chicago. I know it was in Chicago. I wonder where in Chicago. Oh fucking a. I, I bet you it's probably across the street from like I don't know, like some open mic. So hey Google, <laughs> where was the Devil in the White City murder mansion located at? You ended with the proposition. On the website chicagoist.com, they say, photo courtesy of Chicago Historical Society, the imposing structure that Englewood residents nicknamed the castle Englewood. located on the corner of 63rd and Wallace Street. I did work there. To find out more, look for the link in your Google Home or Google Assistant app. Ooh, yeah. Well, Englewood used to be a, like an Irish neighborhood before it became African American. I mean, I, I, I closed five different real estate developments for the city when I worked for the Department of Tell Housing. Tell you what, it ain't the shame it, fucking neighborhood that yeah, I grew yeah, up in. Yeah, it, it, well, yeah, Englewood, that, I mean, it, it, it had oh, gotten... Oh, we don't want Italians yeah, over here. I know. <laughs> well, no, that, that's like Bridgeport. Oh, don't go south of 35th. Say, say north of 35th. That's where all the neutral junkies are. You know, it just... <laughs> but yeah, Englewood was... It used to be kind of a... It was a white neighborhood at one time. Like Yale, Harvard, Princeton were the Ivy League streets. I did work at St. Bernard Hospital, but also uh, they, it was the largest new homes for Chicago development, single family and, and duplex structures that I financed. They built 100 homes right there south of Dove, St. Bernard Hospital.
Anyway, is it going to be Halloween this whole show? I wonder. I th well, you know, it is the season, oh, right? Even though... I didn't do it. Oh, 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 so they actually have an what? open relationship. Oh, yeah. An open relationship, so to speak. Now take that Cuppy dick can out have of sex with that dog, Barbie. Take you know? that little Twinkie out of your pants and let me tug on it. <laughs> I'm your friend to the end. You get fucked with that shit. Ooh. It airs after Watershed. Uh, USA and Sci Fi. I think NBC yeah. Universal in general, they do Watershed. Past 9 p.m., you can curse. They cuss on TV. Yeah, yep, you can do it. Fuck you. Whoa! You should just call it Devin, Devin, Devin. <laughs> Shut up. I do like that they haven't fully CGI'd Chucky. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're, yeah. They yeah. stick into the class. It's almost come full circle where back in the late '80s, it had to be a doll on strings and like a little yeah, kid because yeah. the technology was ass. Yeah. And then in the '90s and early 2000s, they started CGIing everything. Like, yeah. let's just put a green screen and we'll fully put Chucky in there. Yeah, we'll get a computer out there and do but it. But now exactly. I feel like it's come full circle to where the technology is so good, you can actually have a robotic doll there that, that actually looks good, looks yeah, realistic yeah, and yeah. life size to a real Chucky doll. You don't have to put a little Chinese immigrant in a fucking Chucky in a suit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. R2-D2. <laughs> yeah. Got to be Billy Barty out, yeah. you know, or Vern Troyer. There's a scene in, in the Star Wars bloopers where R2-D2 tips over and you see the little midgets, tidy whities peeking out the bottom. That's hilarious. Yeah, it is. Uh, again, I go back Anybody to it. That era of Chicago movie of like Chucky, it, it is such a good encapsulation of, of late 80s just fucking fire it, it in a still, barrel chicago yeah it was still pretty rough around the you can still find that obviously in chicago but again the other movie we mentioned last week was next of kin next of kin with one of ben stiller's first movies the patrick swayze liam neeson next of kin where they film it like an, it came out it got released in 89 i believe uh, but they have a lot of good chicago scenes in there but yeah so uh, right, so, let's, so let's the get horror, to some killing here yeah yeah we, we got to Ooh, I love a rich people Halloween costume. Yeah, what, yeah, they're all dressed like Marie Antoinette. No, no kid could. If a kid a, could draw that that well, yeah. they would be at the art institute immediately. Oh, absolutely. They, I mean, I still can only draw stick figures. I'm 52 years old. I have, is that Glenn Close and a Dangerous Liaisons? What's going? On? There's Malkovich. You know, what is this fucking uh, Pride and Prejudice? What's that movie? Uh, Sense and Sensibility with fucking Rickman. Oh yeah. Yeah, Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah, I loved that movie as a kid. I stayed home from school in second grade. I think that movie. You came were out. sick or something? Or you? Fake, oh, delirious, you you were, yeah. deliriously sick, like legitimate flu. Yeah, and that movie was and on, fever. and yeah. I loved it. Wow. Loved it. it. It gave me my love of period pieces. Ooh, because you, you you say stuff like that intentionally, knowing how much I don't like period pieces. No, I love them. I, I, but I know they're there's bad. Good ones. There's I'm not good ones. There's but like, good ones. I just I like. Know, they're not all bad. It, they're almost like documentaries to me. Like that's almost why I like Deadwood. I just like living. Oh, Deadwood's great. going back. I'm rewatching that right now. Oh, you are. Yeah. It, well, what episode are you on on Deadwood? Three or four. I'm not too far into it. So is it like when the, is it the wealthy woman from Boston who's coming? The dude in? is, uh, well, they're in there from the beginning. So where I'm at is when they've, he's gone out with old boy and just discovered that he's got a lot of gold. Oh, uh, yeah. And like, yep. uh, what else is happening? Fucking that one, uh, Garrett Dillahunt's character is just uh, now thinking about killing Wild Bill Hickok. 
Oh yeah, exactly. Yep. And yeah. like uh, Saul Star and Oliphant's character are arguing with old uh, Al Swearingen about buying their property. Like yeah, because he, into he hasn't become the uh, the sheriff. Yet. I'm not at the scene yet. One of my favorite parts is when they're arguing over fucking the price of it, and he goes, "I'm just trying to do a counter offer." And he goes, "Here's my counter offer to your counter offer." Go fuck yourself. Oh, is it Swearinger's response? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, he's he he is so good in that. I mean, he is uh, Ian McShane is so good in that. God, he's great. He's so fucking good. He he wrote off that for a while. He did a bunch of movies after that. He was also in the original miniseries Roots. Oh yeah, he's it, a big soccer fan too. Yeah, you oh, watch a lot of old soccer documentaries. He'll be the celebrity that they fucking bring. Oh, in they there. bring in. Just wishing Manchester United luck in the Rumbelows Cup. Is he a man you guy? He's got a very proper British accent. Oh, really? He's, yeah. not, he's not a northern it's not guy? Fop, it's very, yes, Manchester United fan. Oh, so he's more southern then. Because when I think of like formal England, I think of like Canton, like I mean, southern England. I mean, he might be from, he's a man you fan. So. Yeah, so he might be from northern England. Yeah. Although, is, is Manchester even considered Northern England? Newcastle is like hardcore Northern England. Oh, Northern England is, is like you're a it's hick. It's on the River Tyne. It, it, it's like being like from the deep south here. Like you're deemed a total hick in England. You Jordy piece of shit. Yeah, I, I think of that, uh, 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 what was uh, uh, the guy who was the lead vocals of the Smiths? Uh, what's his face? Uh, Morrissey. We hate it when our friends become successful. And if you're Northern, it makes it worse. Uh, that's a line. You can kill the babysitter. You can even kill your sister. Chucky's playing video games with a child. This is real killing is bad. Yeah, well, mommy's full of shit. <laughs> this dialogue is hilarious. Dorif still does the voice for this, man. Her way up my list pretty fucking quick. Soft, dramatic music. I love how they're playing murder games, and he's just like, killing's not good. Yeah, and well, that, that's kind of the irony. He's making a statement about modern childhood, you see. That's, your, that, that's why he justifies this crap that he's making. Where's your sister? I want to go gooser. <laughs> Love how he's sitting Indian style. What, 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 are they at a rave in the background there? Well, what's that lighting uh, up the stairway? I, I didn't quite get that. I got this going on here. Right. Here we go. I haven't done anything yet. No, duh, I noticed. You're sticking it in the wrong hole. Is it? Just, you know what? Forget it. Ooh, ooh, there we go. This is like a Friday the 13th death. You know, this is Kevin this Bacon is getting... Kevin Bacon through the it. fucking thing. Oh, he's missing. He's losing a step, Chucky. Supposed to know what to do. No, you're not supposed to know what to do. Stop. Did you feel that? Did you do something? The mattress moved. <laughs> oh! Ooh, she almost got it. Almost got it. We can hug. I didn't mean it like that. Hug. I have to admit that they kind of. I love the action movie of just like, how are we going to coordinate the fucking exactly, house? Exactly. How are we going to logically make it? They shot up like fucking corpses right there. Did you see that? Well, you know, they got walked in on, you know, they don't. You well, know? but you wouldn't move up like that. Like you'd be a little loose. You wouldn't just shoot up like the undertaker shooting up out of a finishing move. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. Uh Oh my god. Er, early awkward sex moments. I remember making out with Amy Young while my buddy Lowell Nessie was puking in a toilet because he drank too much whiskey. In close to you? Uh, he was two feet. It was like as if we were in the bathroom. Oh, you were making out in a bathroom? And I was making out. What was your friend's name? Lowell Nessie. Did you call him Nessie? No, yeah, you were called yeah, Nessie. Yeah, Ness. Old Nessie coming in here. Ness, Ann with a Nancy. It wasn't Messy. It was Nessie. Oh, I said Nessie. Yeah. Okay, exactly. 
But I remember making out with Amy Young. Was she hot? Or was... Oh, yeah, she was totally cute. I, I, I was that. Was, I mean, I was afraid. I was ultimately afraid of her because <laughs> I was just like, "Whoa, she's so good looking," and making out with her is so much fun. I enjoy it so much. You know. Oh, they think they made out. Oh, oh, oh! Because they're like the because they're like the bisexual guy. Yeah, thing. but they were in the closet, like looking for Chucky, probably. So now everybody, so to speak. Yeah, so to speak. Looking for Chucky is what they call it. And now. they, <laughs> yeah, I, I, in the closet, we're looking for Chucky. Yeah, that'd be amazing if that became like the. It had to have been the thing, the term "out of the closet." I'm sure, like during the during the Victorian age. Gay men or gay people had to go into literally go into a closet to go have sex. Oh yeah, right? probably. That's probably what it was. Absolutely. So yeah, you had to come out of the closet. You know, <laughs> it'd be very literal at that time. The, I can't believe how oh, old I am. Oh, he's so now. fucking upset. Oh, he I'm, wants to. Oh, now he's getting it. He's imagining all these people dying. God, I mean, I was once this age. Can you I imagining once... having murderous thoughts to dance all days by Wang Chung? <laughs> that's a good song. Do you know why I think that's a good song? Because my favorite video game is Vice City, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Which it takes place during the 80s. Yeah. So all the radio stations when you're driving a car is all fucking. Oh, it is. Uh, dude, Vice City is great. I gotta admit it. It's it, it's a great video game. It really is. It's oh yeah, amazing. it's like Goodfellas as a game. Yeah, it really I is. I mean, it's legitimately Scarface, kind of word for word. Oh yeah. I said it was this horrible redheaded child. W- what's I hold oh. Him. oh, so Chucky's putting razor blades in apples. Oh, oh, oh kitty God. mask. Oh, well, that's from Halloween too. I remember being very grossed out in the fear. I love how we're going to get the we're setting up the actual legitimate police officer chasing down Adele. Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. It's like the Incredible Hulk, how that cop was always going after Bruce Banner. Well, I think it was actually a journalist. It wasn't yeah. a cop. He's going to expose. Don't they the same thing now? Hey, right. The liberal right? pressed talk radio. That's how we do it here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all okay. So with Halloween, do we have anything about Halloween that we want to specifically discuss? Well, uh, the movie franchise Halloween, not the quote unquote holiday. Um, well, that's in TV history because it came out. This oh, okay, week. okay. Which, by the way, my. The Minnesota Vikings have a bye this week. Thank God they have a bye because I have found this season particularly stressful. To Here's watch. what we can do, though: we'll put more on, stressful than normal. We'll put on Halloween Kills, which is the it's the new one, the new sequel. Oh, that came oh, out. oh, 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 it's a Jamie Lee Curtis. That's one? current. That's not TV history. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I also have the uh, the for the remake of 2018. We're not going to watch two movies on here. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've informed you of what the first one is about. It's the uh, it's a reboot of the first one, but it's technically a new sequel. So is it is it him it's getting 40, released from mental institution? It's Forty years okay. after the first one, he hasn't spoken a word. You got these two podcasters that are interviewing him, and they here's the thing that you would like though. They're trying to throw the modern thing in as these young podcasters like feel for Michael. You know, he's just a human being. Like and Jamie Lee Curtis is living in a cabin. Like, no, that motherfucker is the devil. He's a fucking evil creature God. who is supernatural. And they're like, don't you need sympathy? He need he, he needs his day in court. Like, it's just kind of that shit of like how you how, know these liberals. Yeah, yeah. Like how, no, it's not even from a. To- it's like yeah. from it's not shitting on them. But yeah, I will tell you that is how my generation is. They even have a young kid in the original one who's like 
He says there's a line of dialogue when the granddaughter's telling him about, oh, yeah, my grandma's crazy. Some dude fucking murked off oh, five she's of a, her she's friends. A she's uh, the granddaughter of Jamie okay. Lee Curtis, the main okay. character. Okay. And one of her stoner friends is like, yeah, but in like today's circumstances, that's like not a big deal. Like, so big deal. One guy killed five people. Like, that is so like not bad yeah, compared to today compared to today yeah and yeah. her friends like shut you the have fuck it. up dude like that is how my generation is like there were i'm the generation that like women think ted bundy is sexy and like oh how did the system fail them like uh, yeah. it's they weren't no one's born a killer man like the 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 system failed richard ramirez if only he had a loving person well, in his well, life i mean i have no doubt that his family life there's is probably a lot pretty of, messed up there's a lot too much no too much empathy flying around when it comes to certain people well yeah I, i'm and I, I there are systemic things and blah 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 but it's it's ramirez and i knew i knew someone who the women who find serial murderers attractive i have just he got married in jail never understood that or ramirez yeah now, now, i think bundy didn't but i think bundy had like love letters and stuff i mean there was definite interest love letters the, to bundy. The, there are i what is going on in your disturbed female mind where you think a serial murderer is an attractive human being? Well, what is because they want to be the one like, to like save to them, change or them. Change like, them. I'm going to I'm going to love them and I'll change them. I think that might be a bit of a pat response. There might be some of that. I wonder if some of it is like they've got a dark side and I've got a dark side, too. And we're going to watch Justice League. No. And, and they've got a dark side, too. And, and like, ooh, ooh, it's a level that we can connect on. We can connect because I have a dark side and, and he has a dark side and he's allowed to express his dark side. Will as Patton, a woman, I can't express my dark side, but I can live vicariously. One funny thing side. about these new Halloween movies yeah. is that uh, Will Patton plays the sheriff and it's Haddonfield, Illinois, but he still talk like this. Really? Well, let me go down there. I'll check that out there, boy. He's like a southern accent. Yeah, still. Will Patton always has to have a southern accent. What else was Will Patton in? Remember the Titans he's in? Oh, yeah, He's yeah. the fucking guy. The other, You know what I'm saying, Coach? I don't want Coach with no black guy. Do you know what else he's in? He's in No Way Out. The yeah, Kevin he's Costner in a lot shot. of those 80s movies, like yeah, a yeah. young Will Patton. Do you know what else he was in? He was in uh, uh, the Martin Scorsese I'm movie. I'm the guy that Alan Ruck beat after, with soap. In. Uh, <laughs> yeah, After Hours. He was in After Hours, which is a totally good 80s movie that plot wise cannot work today because he gets he gets trapped in like tribeca in like lower manhattan the the main character griffin dunn yeah and he can't get out there's no cell phones that wouldn't happen now he would have a cell phone it would have at least one percent of energy he would call a cab and get out it, 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 you, you can't get trapped like that i think in a big city anymore you have your cell phone that's it you know so this movie takes place it's this is where oh, they have the same font this oh it's these aren't bad yeah, uh, this one was not as good as the original remake, as the 2018 remake. Yeah, but so this is a a, a line. I'm sorry, Keith. I have to interrupt. <clears throat> I apologize. So is this a remake too? Or no, two. This so, is a new part two. Oh, so this is like a remake of part two. Yes. So okay, so it's a remake of part two, but also the one in 2018 is kind of a sequel because it takes because it still acknowledges the first one. It's not like completely redoing. Rob Zombies was a complete remake. It takes oh, place in the 70s. Like, like it's a different sort of. Yeah. Off. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one acknowledges the first one. So this one basically the first one 2018's Halloween eliminated everything past Halloween one. Okay, okay. So this is a new Halloween 2, but if you're still looking at it that way, technically 2018 Halloween was the new Halloween 2 because it acknowledges the first one. 
Oh, okay. okay. So this is like in my eyes, like a remake of Halloween three. <laughs> Because they do have a uh, zombie element to this. And this one, because it takes place the same night. This is this picks up yeah, exactly, yep. right after the yep. first one. I, I always like that. Rocky 2 did that. Like Here's this- Will Patton. So in the first one, Michael Myers' doctor, his new doctor becomes obsessed with him. Is this a trans woman? So in the first, no, it's not. In okay. the first movie, that is the boyfriend of, of Laurie Strode's granddaughter. And in the first movie, they go to the dance as Bonnie and Clyde, but they flip it. He goes as Bonnie and she goes as Clyde. Ooh, and then at the the dance, he cheats on her. So she, so currently right now she's like, fuck you. So that's, that's the, that's what you got. Okay. 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 Exactly. Um, Is that Will Patton? That's Will Patton. Guy, he's old now. Look at me. Look at me. You're good. You got to kill that boy. Now you got to go to the decade. So, and I'm telling you how he ends up like this in the first movie, Michael Myers, new doctor is obsessed with him. And when Michael so Myers kind of the and when Michael Loomis Myers character. Yeah, so he's on the bus when Michael Myers breaks free and he's like following him through the town and he doesn't want anyone to kill the state property. You can't touch him. He needs to be alive. So is he Eastern European? Yeah, he talks no, like that. So he's so at the end of okay. So at the end of the first at towards the end of the of the 2018 remake, uh, the cop has Laura, has Laurie Strode's granddaughter taken her to the fortress house and they run Michael Myers over with a car. And the doctor and Will Patton get out and Will Patton is ready to blow Michael Myers brains out. And the doctor pulls out a pen knife and lances his fucking artery. And why does he kill him? Because he gets obsessed with Michael Myers. He wants him to live. Like at that point, he's like on Michael Myers' side. Yeah. Is this this Pete Holmes? Yeah, right. No, I thought that was too. I legitimately thought it was Pete Holmes. It's not. It's the guy playing young Will Patton. Oh, this guy so this is setting conscience. up why Will Patton wants Michael Myers dead so bad. Okay. okay. So I'll speed through this a little bit. What's going to happen is, is uh, Will Patton and the other cops are chasing Michael Myers. This is the night of the first movie. Yeah. This is Halloween one. They're paying. Uh, yeah, yeah. His saying. buddy sees Michael Myers in a house and goes and gets killed by Michael Myers. And as he's dying. Uh, Will Will Patton tries to shoot Michael Myers and he misses. But when the friend is dying, he goes, "Did you get him? Did we get him?" And he tells the friend that Michael Myers is dead. Oh, oh. Okay, so now okay. he's got like years of guilt. So now he's like, "We, I have to, I have to kill this guy." So it's because Will, I told my bud, my buddy, that he died. I got that, that I did it. <laughs> well, I think Will Patton is from like Virginia. He has like a Southern accent. Because he, he was in a lot of those DC, which is weird because Virginia is not the South, but it it, it totally ha- it, it is it, it's it's more mid Atlantic, but there definitely is a Southern thing going on down there without a doubt. You know, I got my new Comedy Central special because you know I'm such an important <laughs> performer. I, uh, Isn't it wild? Why are we chasing this guy? It's so goofy. Yeah. He walks slow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, He's gonna get you. So this, you, this well, fucking fan. Oh, oh, so, so, so that was that, Clyde or Bonnie? So that middle fat kid right here, it comes yeah. into play later. Um, I'm going to pause it and set something up real quick. So a big part of this movie is Tommy Doyle. Do you know Tommy Doyle's character? It's the guy Paul Rudd plays in part four. It's, oh, it's yeah. the little kid that Laurie Strode was babysitting during yes, the first exactly, one. Exactly. Yes. He's played by Anthony Michael Hall in this. And he's this fucking dark brooding fucking psycho because he's just got unchecked aggression. And his best friend is that little kid that those people are bullying. He is the father of the crossdresser. Of the kid who found the sheriff. Okay, okay, okay. So they're setting up their story. And Anthony Michael Hall and this Lonnie dude are like best friends. 
And this fucking inbred family's making fun of him. Get off! Open your hand! Leave me alone! Not COVID safe right there. Yeah, I know. Well, it's 1978, man. It was just pre-AIDS. Yeah, well, according to the Wonder Years, there was a pandemic in that time. What, in 1968? No, in the 60s. In 60... Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I gotta be But I'm sure if you look into it, there are probably pandemics like that of just, like, there was a small bird fever going around. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like... Now, this is a pandemic what we're experiencing right now. now. This yeah. is global. It's called life. That's the pandemic. What did he do? He murdered three teenagers down the street. That's also kind of what they change. I feel like he kills more. Like they in the first one, they say he killed five people. Okay. Good. And in the in the 2018 one, I keep calling it the first one. In the 2018 remake, they've retconned. Uh, they've retconned him being the sister. Or the the brother of Laurie Strode. Oh, they, they don't because one of the friends says like, "Isn't it? Wasn't it your grandma's brother or something?" And the the granddaughter goes, "No, that's just a rumor they made up." Ooh. So they've eliminated that. That is what acknowledges that the sequels are are no longer canon because that's like part four where you find out that they were related, or part two. Doesn't two? Don't they find that no, out? No, right? the first one you did. The first one you did. In the first. Uh, oh, yeah, they've no, retconned yeah, that. Yeah. So that is not a thing. Oh, is, is, is are his feet next to him now? <laughs> No, he walks. He yep. watched. This is this is actually cool. He's just, and then he comes to and he's gone. Like he was, he was probably okay, there okay. for like two hours, freaking yeah, out. Yeah. You didn't see him. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I'm Pete Holmes. I'm gonna riff with you. Let's riff. Don't you want to riff? I. <laughs> yep. Oh, 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 one of the yeah, one of the cops gets killed. Yeah, here, this right? is when the Will Patton say, thing happens. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing. I you know something do a good job with this. This. Well, I mean, like, John Carpenter like produced it. Like this is. Oh, he's got his. He had a his, hand in this. Oh, okay. That's okay. how upset he was about Rob Zombies. He really was so upset with the Rob Zombie sequels that he waited until the rights because dimension had the rights to the movie and miramax i think miramax still kind of half produced this but universal got the rights to halloween and then carpenter jumped in and was like well i didn't like how rob zombie portrayed my character so like he wanted to do something more akin to the like the even, original when the 2018 one came out a lot of people were like what the fuck like rob exactly zombie Bruce, jamie lee curtis and, oh yeah, yeah exactly because what's your face deborah hill's dead Yes. Yep. She's dead. Yep. Danny McBride. Oh, they they start they had spearheaded this. Wow. Danny McBride and David Gordon Green are like the create are the executive producers of this franchise. <laughs> Based on yep, exactly. This music was like what I remember thinking. This music was so frightening when I was a kid. Very simple terrifying. Ding, 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 ding. And I was like, this music's amazing. <laughs> when I was like ten. So this is the bar. Open uh, mic night. Yeah. So Tommy, it, it, this is so, the local bar. This is where you introduce Tommy Doyle and the grown up kid that was just cowering in front of fucking. I, I, I think I performed at this place. Yeah. I think I, you know, Empty that, factory, Illinois. <laughs> you need to start standing up for yourself in these situations. Yeah. No, that's right. You're right. That's you see them in the first one. She uh, they're they're fighting over like they're about to leave their house to go to this bar. OK. And uh, they're arguing and she like gets in the car and stares at Michael Myers. I'm so glad they've kept the story logic consistent because uh, believe me I, I if well, they didn't i was going to be upset here's the part of why <laughs> shit like that matters i guess because this was supposed to come out 
two years ago. I was going to say, yeah, exactly. This is uh, this is a pre-pandemic. So yeah. I feel like you, it's like I watched them back to back. So you're like, oh, it makes sense. These are the people from the car. But this was fucking three years ago. There's probably a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, those are the fucking people that were <laughs> arguing. And yeah. she just looked at Michael Myers. God, when I look at alcohol, though, I think my relationship with alcohol has changed. It's changed living in LA. It's changed. I, I, I remember being young. People who drank all looked old to me. Here's what. And I'm, now people who drink we all can't look listen to the whole thing for copyright purposes. But oh, Michael Anthony, there he is. Is that him? He's gonna go up here and creep everybody out. He tells the story of the first Halloween movie. Oh, basically. is it turned into a storytelling? It's part. It's part. Look at him getting Any a paycheck. The boogeyman. Too young to give a shit. Too drunk to remember. He's, years ago, he's bombing a madman escaped from a mental hospital all of his characters anthony michael hall ever since after the teen movies every character he does is so very brooding and like oh my god do you, you remember understand? the dead zone tv show yes yes that show was on for like fucking 15 years yeah yeah he's and every episode, it was just so like, oh, my God, I can see the future. I, 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 I can't be 16 candles, Michael Anthony Hall, even though none of you, I don't even look like him. So you wouldn't even recognize me. If but you, in my weird actor ego, I think people still see me in that light. So I have to speak with an accent. <laughs> you compare this to him being drunk and uh, fucking uh, 16 candles. No. And uh, weird science. Oh, yeah. He yeah. don't even have his license. Exactly. He puts on that fake. She broke my heart in two. Lisa, she broke more than that. So when you get drunk, you talk black, Anthony Michael Hall? It, well, well, he's hanging out with like... Uh, with he's, the he's Soul Brothers, blues brother. <laughs> I actually like Weird Science. That had to be filmed like on Howard Street, that that bar scene. That's a total... That, that, that's, that's a Chicago movie. That's a Chicago movie. So after this... Uh, this Good is, job. After, well done. In a few minutes, this is when everybody's going to start getting the word that Michael Myers is loose in the town. Everybody's okay. cell phone beeps. And so the, this movie, the main plot is the whole town mobs up and goes after fucking Michael Myers. And they incorporate a lot of the mob mentality. Like there's a scene where uh, so I kind of like that. here's something they insert that pays off later. There's this other psycho running around because when the bus crashed, multiple people wander. So okay. throughout the movie, there's this second crazy person and the mob starts thinking that's michael myers oh it's and they a, chase him around kill him kill him and but he's they, just like normally crazy and he's you not have a murderous Lo you crazy. have laurie strode and all the main characters being like it's not him stop it's not him and then they fucking brutally just be oh no and then so the crazy person uh commits suicide he jumps off a building and it's gross like they show his head fucking splatter well i can tell you this much Carpenter, if you look at his movies, there's always the theme of like the mob, yeah. like the faceless mob. So that's the, uh, why I think it's a spiritual third one too, yeah. because that's a big thing in the third one of like the max turns you into a murderous zombie. Yeah. And you Ooh, get the God. vibe of that in this. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, it, here. This is great. So this is the end of the first one. The first movie ends with them getting in this truck. Uh, so right now, the first the movie ends with them locking Michael Myers in the basement of her house, her house. Yeah. She turned into like a bear trap. Basically, yeah, yeah, it's got exactly. fucking. And then they set it on fire and locked him in the basement and they're escaping. And the firefighters come immediately. Props to the Haddonfield Fire Department. Yeah, yeah. They're for answering top. emergencies <laughs> very quick. Yeah, it's, it's not L.A. Well, they have to drive through seventh. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I give Jamie Lee Curtis credit, man. She's 
you know, she has no shame. She's going to she's going to ride oh, this out until her death. She's all know? raccoon haired in this. You know, why not? You know, <laughs> after uh, the he hacks up these, he's he fucking brutally hacks up these firefighters. It's oh, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, well, let's just check it out here. We'll go. I'm going to fast forward a couple seconds. Let's, let's check it out. I'm like, hey, man, I'm open to it. You know, so a firefighter falls into the floor. Oh, I don't so know he, why he gets my... it first. Yeah, he gets it first. Alarm whooping, coughing over radio. Radio silence. Areas. He locked. He locked himself in one of fucking uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's gun cages. There you go. He just kicks him once. Oh. Hey, get the pickaxe out. Taking care of business. There are several scenes where he just like presses on someone's face and squashes it yeah he's just brute strength and pure animal mental so he kills the doctor at the end after after the doctor stabs will Patton in the throat michael myers fucking takes him down and he stomps on his head and pops it like a grape (laughs) i I will say having had to deal with mental illness strength you know from getting getting stalked yeah and having that's the fucking woke way to say it it it, it is i mean that was called tard strength when i was a kid yeah yeah it was it was like oh my god i mean when she hugged me she bear hugged me a couple times i'm not lying keith i couldn't get an arm free so here was like oh my god and she was like five foot three so here we go it was like i'm mentally attracted to you i'm mentally ill that's why well they made his mask well it's burnt it's half burnt because he was just in a fire okay okay Ooh, he's gonna pickaxe his way out of this oh and then he starts stealing their shit too like he kills one and grabs an axe he He, he's he's well combated in this movie yeah he's trained he's oh here we go they're gonna take him on i like this yeah they're ready to go dude yeah (laughs) get the circular saw i like that one there we go you know, it's so hard to come up with new ways to murder someone. I don't mind hosing them down. Like it's a civil rights rally. <laughs> there you go. Where are the dogs? I saw this on the documentaries when I was a kid. <laughs> he got. He gets it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, he brutally murks people, dude. Yeah, he, yeah. He just. Oh, there we go. Lifting that guy up. Oh man. Ooh, ooh. yeah. You thought maybe he hit that guy had a chance. Oh, bad decision. <laughs> He's just going to town, dude. Yeah, they, they definitely they took the slasher genre. On this so she one. got stabbed in the abdomen at the end of the first movie. Will Patton is stabbed in the jugular. Both of them survive. Yep, exactly. Because you survive those easily. And they they proclaim their love for each other. If you get stabbed deep in the gut, you're gonna bleed out. Oh, my dad used to tell me that all the time. That was my dad was so weird with the things he had problems with in movies. Like anytime someone would get shot in the stomach, he'd go, you know, getting shot in the stomach is very serious. Like anytime someone would survive a stomach injury, yeah, he would just be like, getting stabbed or shot in the stomach ain't no joke. You'll bleed to death. It was a very specific. When I was getting loaded down a creek, down at McSharkey's Tavern, there. You know, so Judy Greer's freaking out. Her husband was uh, uh, one of the uh, firemen. No, he got killed. That he was just some fucking dude. He was pretty cool, actually. He was played by Toby Huss, who's a character. He played a guy in Reno 911. He's a comedian. So he's just like a weird, lame dad. Yeah. Uh, And her thing is like she's been traumatized because that's Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. And her whole life, she's just been raised to, like, kill Michael Myers. Like, the the child services took her away from Jamie Lee Curtis. Because of the Mike Myers obsession. Yeah. So now she's having to reconcile that, like, 
my crazy mom was right this whole fucking time and i like excommunicated her from our family and so she feels guilt over that yeah. she has to and resolve now that. her husband yes. is dead because so do they bond on this so hopefully they're passing a baton they down. bond and then at the very end so of that this when Jamie one, Lee curtis actually dies well, at the very end of this one judy greer dies the last scene is Michael Myers killing her. It's the last thing you see. And the next one is going to be called Halloween Ends. And it's going to take place four years after this. And it's really going to be about how Jamie Lee Curtis is even more fucked up now. Because like... How is it possible? Her humanity? daughter's dead now and shit. Um, Penny. We go forward a little bit. We're about a buck six into the first half here. Do you want to? Yeah, are you I good? Gotta, I got to go. Gotta okay. Go feed the meter. Um, yep. So, yeah, we got we got to know. We did enough Halloween kill stuff here, Absolutely. too. Yeah, the, the, this um, is, you know, I, I hadn't seen. I mean, I haven't seen. God, I haven't watched a real horror let's movie. Let's ease into some commercials. You know, horror here. has become like there's more of the international horror. Like a lot of those Japanese horror movies are. Well, what, did you ever see Audition? No. Ooh, Audition. I like French horror movies, too. Uh, audition is uh, is rough. Audition is about a widower who, who is a TV executive and under the auspice of casting for a new TV show, he's actually looking for a wife, a young wife, a young bride, and he chooses poorly. Let's just put it that way, Keith. He chooses poorly. So anyway, right. well, we're going to crack into a break. We'll be back in yes. about what? 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go smoke a bowl. Go fuck your wife. We'll be back. And other leading lotions, giving you moisture, pure and simple. But now you won't have alligator skin if you use Lubiderm and then you jack off with it. The big thing when I was KY, KY was the big joke for me as a kid. Yeah. Oh, Grey Poupon. This was a classic ad. This was mocked in Wayne's World. Remember this in Wayne's World? Excuse me, sir. Do you have like Grey Poupon was deemed to be high end? Oh, yeah. By the way, no one eats a meal that way. Poupon. But of course. But of course. Rich people never ate mustard in their fucking life. That 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 was deemed like this is before we eat the driest of meats. <laughs> Burlington Co. Festival heathens. Wow. Alright, so we're gonna crack into TV League stuff here for the second half. Should we do the Hello? Oh yeah, we're gonna do that. We'll we'll make it official here. Sure. Um, I pre. Why do I do a Scottish accent for saying the word La Brea? I have which no I, which idea. I believe is Spanish, right? La yes. Brea is Spanish. It means the tar. The tar. Yeah, we mean it's it's that straightforward. Tar La Brea is tar. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here we go. Oh, I like intense music. For those of you that don't know, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the second half here. Oh, yeah. And it's Keith Pezzo's podcast. We have, over the last three weeks, watched the new NBC show La Brea, the kind of action, yeah. other world fantasy, sort of like Lost, is LA-centric. Plot of this movie is a sinkhole opens up on La Brea. Over the tarpits, I say. I always do a Scottish accent, even though it's a Spanish word. I have no idea why. Well, I do also, that. weirdly, La Brea is an area too, but not an official neighborhood. Like by the tarpits is known kind of as La Brea. It's mid city, so it's close to where we're at right now. It's yeah. very close to where we live. Giant sinkhole happens. People get sucked into the sinkhole. You think they're dead, but in fact, they're not dead. They have gone instead into a bizarro opposite world of Los Angeles that's filled with creatures. If my television show can't get purchased or bought, then I'm really, really out of touch. Because uh, 
I have no idea the minds that create this. I, I would have a hard time. If I was ever tasked uh, tasked with, with writing a show like this, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I cannot suspend my well, own disbelief. Your to problem, write this. Crow, is that, yeah, you're too based. You're too focused on reality. I want it to be the truth. Here, what's previously on La Brea. Aye, this is what happened. We made spears and there were wolves. <laughs> do you do your breakdown. So, hey, then this is what happens. And oh, we're multi ethnic, aren't we? Yes, we are. Every race is. <laughs> Is represented. Oh, but someone will still be offended because they weren't ethnic enough, and then they'll try to cancel the show. Oh, all thirteen hundred of us are so upset with La Brea. It actually does well. Oh, I'm sure it does in well. the rankings. It here. probably is. I, I wouldn't doubt because this kind of dovetails into. Well, this. We're going to go split. We have a here. TV ranking system here that Keith has been done done the work on of basically our own way, kind of based loosely on the English Premier Soccer League football. League, I've put my will. heart and soul into this. Yeah, you really have. And we determine what the most popular shows are, and they get a certain point rankings week to week. If it goes up or down of viewers, it goes up or down point-wise. So we have our own way of ranking what the most popular shows are. What I like about this is it's, it gets me thinking about – I haven't thought about television ratings since I don't even know when the last time I thought about television ratings. And it's not an orthodox scale. It's not a Nielsen rating. No. Because you don't really do it that way anymore, although it probably still exists. It's probably deemed old-fashioned. You do it on, like, what, like, number of minutes watched and stuff, right? Isn't that basically That's what it is? That's the streaming stuff. That's yeah. how streaming goes. They still do the view counts, but what how TV's different is they don't focus on total viewership anymore. It's all uh, demographic. The 18 to 49 rating is demo. still the sweet spot, they, right? That's all they, if you read the, the like, the the trades and the dailies all they'll tell you about is the demo they'll be like oh this got a 0.29 in the 18 to 49 they don't even tell you what like total numbers well, are. well th- that was always the it's reason it's not why- relevant yeah. tv networks only care about 18 to 49 which i don't like i like to-, to know how many people total watched a show well then again that was the reason why murder she wrote would always score very well it was always in the top 10 for viewership. Boy, 60 Minutes on, Sa- on Sunday Night had, had 60 Minutes. C- CBS on Sunday Night had 60 Minutes. And then Murder, She Wrote. But I guess the ads on Murder, She Wrote were like half the cost compared yeah. to Beverly Hills 90210. Because so, the audience was different. So the demographic here was different. In the primetime division, this is the Premier League of Television. We yes. have NCIS number one, of course. They're fucking Bayern Munich. Yep. Uh, number two is The Voice. So uh, NCIS has a 37.311 rating. It took two wins this week. It got a win in the uh, in the rating and the streaming, and it got a win in TV. Okay, doing well. The Voice took a win. Grey's Anatomy and Manifest both lost. So they're now three and four. Ooh. 27 for Grey's Anatomy and a 26.688. And for, by lost, you mean they had didn't, less it viewers? Didn't, it had less viewers than okay. last week. Okay. Um, Chicago Med Dancing with the Stars and Click, or Chicago Med Dancing with the Stars took wins. Clickbait lost. Clickbait's this, like, uh, this most hated popular show on Netflix. Hate True watching. hate watch. It was like number one for the first two weeks of fucking September. Uh, but Squid, we're going to be getting into the Squid Game numbers here probably soon in the I next week. I got a quick question for you here. Hate watching. When you say hate watching, what do you mean by hate watching? You're watching it to make fun of it. Or you're watching it. You, It's how people are with Trump. People yeah. hate Trump, but they watch every speech he made. Every minute of every speech. Because yeah. I got to know what to hate on. Yeah. We're hate watching. People love hate watching. I'm trying to think. Cause I, I, I'm sure I have. You I, couldn't do I always You like get too watching. worked up, though. You hate watch the Vikings. 
Oh, I, I know that. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I, I, I hate I, watching I, what you do with the Vikings is hate watching. I, I had to uh, stop watching them this past weekend. I had to. I, I, I couldn't watch it overtime. It was so upsetting. I, I couldn't even watch the second half. It's so disappointing because it's so hard to cheer for them because they get defensive third. They have a third down stop and they always have a penalty. Always. It's a defensive holding. It's some sort of illegal use of the hands. I can't watch it. I can't cheer for it. It's hard cheering for the sport of football, especially cheering for the Vikings, because there's always a mistake made when it's a key moment. You know, oh, they scored a touchdown. Oh, there's a penalty. I have a hard time cheering. I went and got a haircut. Ooh, something's coming through the pussy. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Oh, 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 is, is this that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They sent a little machine into it after the third episode. Is this like a probe or is it actual? Is it an actual ship? It's a fucking because uh, they're shoving a tampon into the green vagina. Yeah. Yeah. They they basically they, there are people on the normal side of L.A. that are trying to get into bizarre. So world this LA. little green puss is in the bottom of the pit. But to them, it's in the roof. It's on the sky. Yeah, because exactly. they're in prehistoric L.A. Yeah, which still has a sun, I might add. And, you know, it, it thinks in whoosh, whooshing. I mean, th- there's an effect. So we've we've established that you can penetrate the yep. sky vagina. This is important. It's an important moment. You see, we turn the world's gone upside down. And now you're in bizarro La Brea, I say. Look at this. So then we have a lot of wins this week in the primetime. Bob Hart's Abishola, The Neighborhood, Coco Melon, 911, Criminal Mind, Chicago Fire, FBI, uh, FBI Most Wanted, NCIS Hawaii, FBI International. That's the diverse cast. I'm curious. Are FBI and NCIS, are they in the same, uh, same network? Uh, yes. Is CBS has all most of the cop shows. Blue Bloods, Bull, okay. fucking uh, okay. NCIS, okay. NCIS Hawaii, okay. all the FBI's. Okay. That's the equalizer. Even she's a cop adjacent. Okay. They love the law on CBS. I fought the law and uh, the law won. Mass Singer, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune in Chicago PD, round out the primetime. Celebrity division. Wheel of Fortune. Is that what, what network is that? That is ABC. That's ABC. Exactly. Is that Pat Sajak? No. uh, Fucking uh, who the fuck? Zoe Deschanel and some other fucking broad host. No, they host Celebrity Family Feud or whatever. They do? No, Celebrity Dating Game they host. Yeah. (laughs) Which is just celebrities and their wives realizing they know nothing about each other. What the fuck happened? Oh, I I went down. This is taken. Um, So what? uh, Okay. So is this the? Oh, uh, here's the you. Here's the, the old British guy. Uh, yeah, the the British black guy. He uh, he would be from Roxbury, if I'm not mistaken. Is isn't that isn't that? No, no, no. What, what is the uh, uh, the black area of London? Brixton. Brixton, Brixton? not Roxbury. Oh, I didn't know that. Roxbury is Boston. Yeah, exactly. But Roxbury, that's also an African-American area. That's an African-American area, not a black area. You wouldn't call black folks in England African-Americans. I would be wrong, of course. Yeah, no. Because they're, they're not pa- American. They're packies. Ooh, God, that, that is a racist term. Oh, yeah. There. Them's fighting words. Uh, but and yeah, then she Brixton, say like an old lady, the packies. The, the, the Brixton is like, Guns of Brixton was a clash song, too. Hey, Lucas. Guns of Brixton, dude. What you gonna do? Every Clash song in my head is like this. Uh, I do like the Clash, though, yeah, but when I yeah, mock them, that's yeah. what I do. You can just be like, with the Clash and we love anti-establishment. <laughs> do you know who I know and don't like is Big Audio Dynamite. Oh, yeah. That, that was... 
when I think of Tennessee. my my late no, that's not ten. That, no, that, yeah, that, that's that, the same that's era dig, though. Isn't that digg, diggable yeah. planets? My or, mom had that on the same tape. It Tennessee, was like, but she did have big audio dynamite, and I remember hating it. It's like reggae type shit. When almost. you reach the bottom line, the only thing now, to big audio do dynamite wasn't climb. Strummer, was it? It was the other guy. It was Mick from, Jones. It was Mick yeah. Jones. Yeah, it wasn't Strummer. Strummer and Mick Jones had a falling out. I saw I saw Joe Strummer at the Metro. Joe Strummer and the Mescalero. Uh, a year before he had a grabber and uh, left this mortal coil. Are you a bad fan? You don't like bad? They, they were the horses, the horses, the horses. My mom on the track loved Big do, do, Audio do, do, Dynamite. Do, do, do. Yeah, it was like and they played their like, fucking music. It, it, they they also sampled from it was big time sampling. They had like the Babel O'Reilly the uh, uh, keyboard in that. You know, bottom line, the horses, the horses, the horses are on the track. That Big Audio Dynamite was huge. I, I wasn't a huge fan of them. Uh, but that was definitely late collegiate experience, October of '91, if you will. But yeah, so here, here else we got the uh, next league. Here's here's the second second tier team. Uh, so shows. this is Prime Access. Number one is La Brea, the show we're watching. Oh, right La Brea's going to make work its way up. It it's actually its got way knocked up. down. It was in. It was Ooh. the end of the prime, and because of the shuffling of the shows, the way the ratings happen, it it won its matchup this week. But still went down. When you say match with the, sh- the show, show rated up. higher, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Now okay, I okay. am, yeah. I am going to work on like doing the eight o'clocks versus the eight o'clocks and showing how the shows did against each other. Sure. Um, sure. So it's then good. it's educational. So then Blue this Bloods becomes a write-off. Blue Bloods is number two. Uh, Survivor three. Uh, Law and Order SVU the classic number four in Prime Access. All took wins though. So these are the second tier teams, but they're still pretty popular yeah. shows. Magnum PI, Station 19. See, the, the, there's the giant uh, Space La Brea. There's the giant, what you call the vagina. And this is the father who's living in... in Drinking in, out of the fucking snobbiest coffee cup of all time. Yeah, there's the hole. There's actually a hole like this in Mexico City or, or in like South America somewhere. I can tell you this much. When I... Uh, when I live in Belize, they have something called the Blue Hole, which is uh, the, you know, it's the second largest reef in the, on the planet. And uh, scuba divers go to the Blue Hole. It's about 250 feet deep. It's this giant hole in, in, in this coral reef. And you look at it from above, and it's very blue. And people go all the way down to the bottom and then come all the way up to the top. But one or two divers a year don't come back. Uh-oh. Because they go into various well, caves. hello, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Larry. <laughs> but but they go into various um um like caves within there and explore around, and they get lost in one of those caves. And and you know what they do, Keith? When that happens, they fuck. They they don't they don't come after you. Your body is now a hammerhead shark uh, uh, food. A lot of hammerhead sharks down there. Only dickheads drink out of coffee cups like that. Look how shallow that is. That looks like a, yeah. That, that's Actually, a, it's distributed properly, so you mm. get the full taste. You need a width of a coffee cup to get the full breath of the coffee. I want it in thin styrofoam. That's the way I want my coffee. <laughs> and you want to like McDonald's black. You don't want Ethiopian coffee. No. You don't want Guatemalan coffee. You just want to have good old-fashioned American from coffee. Folgers commercial. Exactly. There you go. The best part of waking up is fucking blowing up Iraqis, baby. Chock full of nuts. Yeah, yeah geez. Rattling a community still reeling from this week's devastating event. Look at him. living. He definitely lives in the valley. Uh-oh. That's a Uh-oh. valley property. Uh-oh. It's an aftershock. The pussy's queefing. It's an aftershock. Look at this. Oh, look at my hipster oh, my bottles, design. Oh, my bottles that have random liquids in that them have, are shaking. Have, oh, oh, is he, is he been cheating on his wife? Is I this, love how uh, I made him British, too. I think I that's the daughter. 
That's the daughter. She's pantsless under that. She's like, Dad, I don't have fucking underwear on. Doesn't he have to, like, he has to fly down in there. They put the probe down in there. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. he's going through. You guys okay? Yeah, we're good. That was a pussy bup. So who's that? It's the earthquake alert. It says the epicenter is right near the sinkhole. So we got a, a sinkhole epicenter. I tell you what, Fast I thought about a little this bit. a couple days. You know, I've been here for two and you've been here for three years yes. now, haven't you? Hate it. And I, <laughs> you don't like LA? No. I mean, I'm going to deal with it forever long. I have to, but yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. I've also come to the realization over the pandemic that like you can really choose to live anywhere. Like if you're talented and you try yeah. hard enough, like you can get big in Chicago or fucking Houston or yeah. like people taking a risk on Austin made it possible that like, well, I can move anywhere then. Like, yeah, you can build an audience. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me moving here, cause I'm coming up, I've been doing a lot of reflection cause I left my nine to five job last week. So it's been the one year anniversary of leaving my nine to five. A year? One year, one full year, October 16th. And I've been doing some reflecting and it's just, you know, the pandemic has been a real curveball to everything. You know, when I first came on here, I basically gave myself three years. Well, I've added an extra year onto that because I have to because of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. But it was like a, 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 a non-year. But one, the good thing for me, what it's done is it took me out of my comfort zone, the rut that I was in in Chicago, even though I love Chicago. That's kind of why I moved. It, it's just just to change the eye level. And to get yeah. to like, I've seen how what you need to do to like, yeah, you learn things out here. Absolutely. There's no doubt. And going through the process, particularly with the script stuff, it's just been a very, I don't want to say inspired me, but motivated me to work hard on that. You know, so I actually am happy for the move in that regard. Like, I'm confident that because of my three years in L.A., if I moved back to Chicago, I could make a TV show. Like, I know how the crew needs to go. Like, I've worked on a movie. Like, I know the layouts i i know all the gay la shit that people would yeah. make fun of you for yeah yeah like, well, hey, i know i could do it and are, no one's making shows in chicago so it would be there's no competition like out here you go try and get a permit to shoot a show in a building they'll show you a list of yeah 10 other fucking productions yeah Ooh, that was a good slap there for the love let's do that Talk this is older sister he's dead oh that's a good one us, and you will respect him our father doesn't matter what he did to your happy holes. He was really? a good man. <laughs> Get back here. Yeah, but I, I, I come going off on a tangent here. But wait, I, but I just is she running through the pre? Oh, are they in prehistoric LA? Yeah, yeah. There, there's going to be like a saber tooth Look tiger. At this. this looks like a backyard in fucking uh, Eagle Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because it's what it is. You know, <laughs> that's just so hilarious. Really? The mystery of like production has been has been so stripped away when you look at this now it's all just like these locations that you just know this might be up like in northern california potentially so we're mid-table in the prime access we got swat equalizer young sheldon or fucking the bane of our existence you don't you really don't like you don't like that show and you don't like italian people those are the two things that really bother i you. think they're goofy yeah i don't i don't dislike <laughs> them i'm not a hateful person but i do find them a bit jarring on the fucking <laughs> psyche after a while oh, 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 they're just so italian is, is this gonna be oh, oh what's happening to her oh she went over a body right is, is, is oh. 
Oh, some weird fucking vein island disease is infecting yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. There They're go. really trying to make it a little bit like Lost. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is Lost or Like, how can we do Lost, but also have a TV show yeah, in the is, real world? It's such a derivative thing. The The industry is so derivative. It, it, it's You want to think it's original and unique and try to do original material, but it is so derivative because everyone is so afraid of doing something that doesn't go well. Just assume it's not going to go well, and you'll be much happier. Have that expectational framework and just try to do the best you can do yeah i think people forget that it's the idea that fails or or succeeds it's yeah not yeah like you can't blame a set of that that's why people are so worried about why they just do remakes of stuff that they know is going to be popular because these directors are afraid that if i make something bad i'm never going to be able to direct something again yeah 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 it, it the concept is is definitely an important thing and what I, what i like about this too and this is a classic trope for lack of a better word is they have actors who loosely look like famous actors but they aren't the actor obviously but they think an art well they kind of look a bit like mark Wahlberg, i think there and this guy has sort of a certain look he looks you know? like he's getting made fun of watch with no sound it looks like they're roasting that guy the guy with the beard and the, the guy with the beard and the woody look at watch he's just like look you're a fucking gay dork and watch him watch look oh i think you're I right any evidence that can tell us who or what did this i'll take a look at the body try to determine cause of death. i tell you why what? is he so out of birth i give him credit because they ran over because be the kids screamed and stick together Nobody goes anywhere alone until we figure out what's going on. It's a classic Whoa. horror trope. So says the one. golf club. I got a fucking nine iron, <laughs> so I'm the king. Here, and all of a sudden, Mike Myers comes in with a pickaxe, you know, but birds call. Insects chirp. They chirp too? Insects chirp? I thought they just buzz. Actually, that's where you're wrong. I kind of have a major fear of water. What? You see, Swimming, I get. My, my career is actually, I've been allowed to advance because... I'm going to be nipping at the heels of Kumail Nanjiani within three years. And that's the reason why I have a career right now. I auditioned for the Eternals <laughs> yeah. and he got it instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's riding high, my friend. Okay. Ooh, the water. They're thing. wading through the water. But again, there's going to be some weird shark in there. It, some it, fucking bird beast. Exactly. It, oh, oh, there's a Anaconda. snake. Anaconda. Yep. Yeah. Where is, uh, where is there water in Los Angeles? That's what I... <laughs> That's this is on a reservoir. You you know, that's, was, that's CGI'd water. Yeah, exactly. They put exactly. a bunch of fucking green balls in there to. <laughs> exactly. Oh, she's putting it together. Dad, what Doctor Nathan say about the earth? Dad, what are you doing? I didn't talk to her. I don't know. I, I live in this house, but I, I'm only a social worker. I have no idea how I can afford a place. They look actually nothing 3. alike. 3.8 million dollars. Yes. Got Elise Golgowski fucking playing this girl. That's a local LA comedian. What, what the, the blonde one? Yeah. Oh, she does look like Elise Golgowski. Oh, okay, okay. Levi is too. I, I give him credit. I, I give him credit. Yeah. They can. They can at least. I saw him. I can't act. I, I really cannot. It's act. really easy. Here's the key to acting. Yeah, I'm and I know why you can't act because yeah. you can't suspend. You feel foolish when you pretend. <laughs> well, sometimes, but no, I, I like doing a character. I like doing a character. Acting you gotta admit that. I'll do a character. Do, oh yeah, when it's your, but it's always yeah. a little crocusy. Of course it is. Like no one would ever be like play a happy dad. You no, would I'd, be like, cry, I'd be crocious dad. The you know? key to acting yeah. is being okay with looking foolish. <laughs> And a lot of people can't get past that. You just feel embarrassed. 
Yeah, I, I could see that being a hang-up for a lot of people. You know, I, I could see that. I, like, that's why improv kids are so annoying, because they're always so fucking lively and on. And, I, like, yeah. they're always examining the human condition and shit. Yeah, like, and most of them aren't very good, too. That's another reason. And they're why. always firing off games. Like, they'll see a tag on your shirt. Like, Ugh. they'll yes and. they just and, go off. Oh, and my it. God. Uh, yeah, that, that can be a no. Oh, okay. The last person's going to get. Here's what's going to happen. The last person's going to get it, right? Or the second to last. Are they going to wrong? How can they wrong foot us here? Because we know something's going to happen. It'll be just barely. Like, they'll yeah. they'll get by just barely, not even knowing the fucking snake is there. It, you see, see I, something just touched my leg. Exactly. I got to think it's the second to last person or the last person. Okay, okay, yeah. Because There we Ooh, go. Oh, got yep, her. Yep, That's a powerful exactly. snake right there. Exactly. It's Michael Myers' snake. Exactly. Because things that were prehistoric were otherworldly. <laughs> <laughs> they had no the dna wasn't similar i feel like aside from the t-rex most dinosaurs you could probably kick <laughs> oh they were like tiny little yeah. creatures like 10 12 50 i mean I velociraptors were like little birds like yeah. jurassic park makes the velociraptors seem like this fucking like highly intelligent foot, like they were like two foot tall like fucking geese dinosaurs i i, I bet you if you had to come into a pack of those oh they it'd be, yeah. yeah it'd be a hard thing to deal with if you had some steel-toed boots and a gun, you might be able to get fend them off. You know, <laughs> well, isn't that just the, well? That's the same why the government can't take. That's why I'm arming up. Fucking no. Velociraptors coming. Uh oh, uh oh. Someone got blooded up there. Yeah, I don't think anyone died though, because there would be a long pause. That would be a different commercial break transition yeah. upon yeah. a death. Exactly. The exactly. How long have you been in law enforcement? Too long, Jones. Too long. <laughs> Here from my hometown. I joined the force 20 years well, ago. Well, obviously, she's like the poor woman's Michelle Rodriguez. What do you mean, how long have I been a cop? I've been scowling for 15 <laughs> years. I'm always just kind of hardened. I'm I'm hardened, and I'm shaking my head in disbelief a lot. You see this face? What's happening? You see this face? I'm coming right now. Oh, God. This is me in pure, utter ecstasy and joy. <laughs> it's me. I'm just shaking my head back and forth. And then this guy, he's... Wasn't this guy? He looks a bit like the guy who was in uh, in Black Panther again. The, the and this is Mark Wahlberg, kind of loose looking. When someone is struck by lightning, they're called Lichtenberg figures. Considering what? there hasn't been any lightning since we got here, something else caused this. The lightning is happening in our minds. It's mental lightning, and Gloria. Like, what's our dilemma? Now, how are we going to deal with this? That, that, that classic writing. Like, okay, we've got a dilemma. And we got to try to solve it, but through the court, our characters have to have certain skills. One person's a cop, one person's a doctor, and one person's a plumber. But together, we can solve our dilemma. Can't we do that? You know. She knows. Uh oh, she's she's doing cop work. Look, we got here. Something else caused this, and there's only one person who knows the answer to that. Is 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 it the woman, the Lily? The is it the blonde woman? Yeah. Witnesses under normal circumstances. Oh, it's a kid. It's oh. one of the kids. I think it's the kid that got slapped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Add in the fact she doesn't talk. Where does your psychiatrist? Just so happens. And the word is there's word going around prehistoric LA that you're a psychiatrist. <laughs> you're a psychiatrist. <laughs> exactly. I heard word. it from a little pterodactyl birdie. A little word pterodactyl is. whispered to me. That, that, that's you have to admit this. This is not inspired writing. Would you admit that? <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it, it's like that. The word word, and then another thing of bad writing, whenever there's like a, a cop drama or, or a mob show, the word soon, soon, soon will control all the unions soon soon the stake will be a blood will be a blue soon 
Soon this will happen. Soon. Remember someone says soon? I think it's always bad writing, too. So soon we'll take everything over. The Goldbergs and the Connors rounds out. uh, They got they all caught wins. 10, 11 money heist, 11 and 13. Uh, So they worked their way up to the bottom ring of the second tier. Uh, We're in middle tier. We're in middle mid table, second tier. So we have three tiers, correct? Four now. Okay, okay. Because new shows are debuting every week. Okay, okay. By the end of this, we should have six full flowing divisions of television. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and then t- bottom table here we got Money Heist, Turning Point, Nine Eleven, uh, Sex Education. None of these scored this week because they just are. They're these Netflix shows that were no longer on the ratings. But we yeah. hold your place. I'm not gonna take away your progress. Yeah. But if Turning Point, Nine Eleven ever comes back on the top ten Nielsen streaming list, then I could be like, okay, did it? Was it uh, b- below or above what it was last sure, time? Sure. Sure. So we got Heartland. Lost that was down, but still in the top ten of Nielsen ratings. You were, you have a relationship with Heartland, don't not, you? No, no, Heartland. that's Virgin River. Virgin River. Virgin River is plummeted. Oh yeah, it's I still it on higher, here, but it, yeah. yeah. Um, NCIS Los Angeles, America's Funniest Home Videos, New Amsterdam, a new show called Ghosts, uh, The Resident, United States of Al, Disney Plus's Marvel What If Show, Bull, and surprisingly, CSI Vegas, the new reboot of CSI basement of the second tier so it's but it's not, still a young show we're, yeah exactly it's we're got, two got episodes in it's got a 10 super rating it'll which be is not the, that bad which is not terrible it'll right? be so. in the 20s by the end because i think we're doing 20 episode seasons that's the thing too a lot of these network shows are like 12 episodes a season now snl is only doing 20 episodes a season so and it used to be right i mean used to it never was on for half the year was, yeah, back yeah, in the day shows used to be 26 weeks right like cheers is 26 weeks. there a, is a, a season, season of right? seinfeld that i legit think is like 30 episodes oh, like man. 28 29 Just episodes cranking out episodes yep um they must have i tell you what that must be a pretty fun feeling as much work as it probably is to film that stuff when you know you got a hot show i bet you it's a good feeling showing up at work I bet you it's a good feeling showing up at work. Would you Would you think so? Oh, yeah. You know, where it's like, okay, we're doing something that's actually good and, and connecting. I bet you that's a good feeling. So then we got Shark Tank, Nine Perfect Strangers. That's a Hulu show. So is this the... This is early fringe. This is like... Early fourth tier, early third tier. This is third tier. Okay, early third tier. Because Shark Tank, I, I look at that show as being like popular, you know, or somewhat popular, you know. Um, SNL, third place in the early fringe. Simpsons, all the Sunday animated shows lost this week. It was pathetic for them. Hmm. Um, we'll go down to the basement here. Though. I wonder why, because I, I thought that they would get a boost from like maybe from football uh, and maybe NBC. Uh, well, what is the rating of, of uh, Sunday Night Football? Is Sunday Night Football in this league? Uh, it should be, right? No, it's a sport. It's oh, not. Oh, 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 it, it's not a regulated television. Oh, okay, show. okay. So it's just a television show. Exactly. Sunday I'm night sorry, football. You want Sunday? Yeah, I want to hear just yeah what its ratings were, what, where that would fit into. Because I mean, I think of Sunday night football. It's amazing how Monday night football used to be the thing. You Twenty three million people. So where would that be? That'd be like in the top ten, right? Yeah, in one shot they would get up up yep. in the top ten. Yeah, but Sunday night football now is and it, that is and it's green. It you see how it's green? That twenty three. Yeah. That means it's a, that's above that's an above average NFL game. So yeah. it would have got an additional three points for taking the victory. Yeah. Uh, the NFL is never not green. Yeah. More people watch every week. Well, again, the the Sunday night. Twelve million show, people watch pregame. God, it's Sunday night football is now the game because the Vikings on Halloween they're on a bye this week. Thank God. Here's Fox on a bye. NFL Sunday. 
uh, 15 million. NBC Sunday Night Football, 16 million. Wow. More people watch the CBS broadcast. Tony Romo. People want Romo. Well, Romo's good. I like Romo. I think he breaks it down pretty well. He's a solid announcer. He breaks down the game, you know, you know, the decisions you make, why you do certain things well. Crow, look at these CW numbers. So we're at the bottom of the third tier right this now. This is all fourth tier. Ooh. The whole bottom from 17 through 24 is all CW shows. How does CW maintain a Because this is good for them. This is like they're they're in a place where like if we can get half a million to a million people consistently, we're good. But this killer camp show, one hundred and fifty six thousand people on the debut and got less this week. So but how do they how do they turn a profit? How, how do they maintain keep their doors know, open? Well, these shows cost fucking five dollars to make. I don't think it's. Like, do a lot of, like, open mic comics and shitty comics get, like, an opportunity on CW? I know a dude who you, who does open mics in L.A. who used to write for CW shows. He's awful. Yeah. He's yeah, terrible. I Terebral. Uh, so that was TV <laughs> League here. <clears throat> Interesting. Let's see what happens Those at the CW very end Network. of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. With La Brea. Okay. okay. So he's trying to so fucking. Now you understand. Yes. I'm a psychiatrist. Do you know the word around town? The word around town is that. You're a little bitch, actually. <laughs> and you're sniveling. Oh, are you upset because daddy's dead? Ooh. <laughs> like, says the absolute worst thing to say. Ooh, are you having trauma dreams right now? Ooh, it's so bad. You're going to have anxiety and an eating disorder. Ooh, well, hey, toughen up, kid, okay? I drove 500 miles today. <laughs> I want you to think back and see if you can remember what they looked like. So what? Were they black? Oh, 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 oh no, these are the people that the the lightning people the lightning folks yeah she's acting i'm stopping this too no, much you're not. No, no, no. no you're not you're reactivating her retardedness <laughs> she wasn't retarded before you came here she... now she's retarded it was an old man she says you talk i'll be damned she's like yeah i'm a fucking human being i talk oh, stop he was coming toward me but then he just left he had something on his back what was it a tribal tattoo. He looked like a fish fan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he was just at Red Rocks and wanted to go see him at the Hollywood Bowl. You know? <laughs> I There he is. I, I can tell you this much. My God. God damn it. Oh, yeah. They're introducing a race of, a race of anti-LA. These are people who were at, failed actors in the 70s who got sucked into the La Brea tar pits, you know? Yeah. I was going to come out and star in Three's Company, but this young upstart, Jack Tripper, John Ritter, you know, took my place, so now I got sucked into the tar pit. The Eagle song lies is about me. <laughs> I fell into the Topanga Canyon 50,000 years so sure ago. About this, guys. Oh, they're going. Oh, yeah, you see, here it is. They're yeah. going to the fucking Okay, so there's, the a, area. there's a new unit. There's a new race of people that they've discovered. There's oh, a new unit. My God, the story unfolds so well. I, I couldn't predict it. You know? All right. Well, you have to do that, though. You have to do those tropes. You have to have that in, in a successful episodic television show, I think. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. You know, you know, seen if interesting. there's anything from. Oh, those are just commercials. Exactly. Um, so, so we're going to go to TV history. And a part of TV history is this Geraldo Rivera devil warship expose. For those of you who don't listen to our show, but are getting used to what, what it's about. We have TV history, which is. We go back to like this week, ever since television started in the late 40s, whatever. Very, oh, I, I remember him interviewing uh, Manson. Yeah, this is when Manson was still kind of young. 
you know, Manson looked like a Dave Stebbins. Dave Stebbins. <laughs> do you remember the name Dave Stebbins? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was a... Uh, he was a guy who, who, during the very first Chicago Comedy Festival that I was part of, was plucked and got a development deal. Uh, I think he got, I could be wrong, he's actually a good guy. Like that. He, got, he got sober and big shock. He's a good human being now. Um, he, uh, I think he got $250,000, Keith, and I think he blew the money in a month. That's great. He blew through his money in a month. Out of blow? I, I, I think he, and he, he took like first class flights all over the country. I think a couple of international flights were thrown in there too. So this week in TV history, October 18th, 1988, the first episode of Roseanne aired. Do you remember the first episode of Roseanne? You that know, was I, intro. I, were you in college yet or is that end of high college. school? I was in college. That, that would have been my sophomore year. My first year at Wisconsin. My second year of college, uh, my first year at Madison, I went to UW Zero, UW Oshkosh. My first UW year, UW Zero, called it UW Zero because it was an easy school to get into. <laughs> it was my junior college. It's sort of, uh, it's what I needed. It was my maturation year. I have good memories of that year, but I went to Madison. That's where, where I got my degree star from. Ozzy Osbourne will tell us why he feels he and heavy metal music are getting a bum rap. God. A bum rap. I mean, what a clown Geraldo Rivera is. What an absolute clown. When I look back in perspective, I remember the Isthmus. I mean, was it, was it was a mustache is clown-esque. Oh, God. It's a mu- it's a clowny mustache. And he's a, he's a fixed news guy, right? He's on fixed yeah, news yeah. periodically, right? Big Trumper. Knows Trump personally. I think he started crying. Like, people just don't know how passionate this guy is. God. Exposing Satan's Underground. That sounds I like mean, the name of a Slayer album. Whether Satan exists is a matter of belief. But we are certain after rain and blood slayer came out with i mean this is absurd i mean pro this is eight of parts on Trump youtube like this thing's like two hours long jesus and what when did this come on october of 88 no this one let's see it might have been 88 let's see i got it here and victim they'll help us understand uh yeah 88 exalt evil and darkness we'll be asking why they're just like, why the fuck? Look at Ozzy in, in the background, just on pause. Let me. T- I want. I want to hear how fucked up now, Ozzy is. I bet you he's not as fucked up as he is now because he's younger. But you can tonight. still hear the this slurring. I bet you. No, Jay, you don't understand. I did Black Sabbath. We're... Look at this. Look at this effect. Program together. Many God, of the things this is... about Satanism are offensive, and putting on an offensive television show was not our aim. So the most gruesome scenes. Oh, not your. No, well, you out. succeeded. It offends my sensibilities. Uh, it's not offensive. Was this before or after the Jimmy Hoffa safe revealing? Wasn't that a big flop for him? Uh, I believe this was right after, actually, because 87, I believe, was not Hoffa. That, that was uh, Al Capone. Al Capone, safe. Safe, but they thought Hoffa was in there. No, no. <laughs> that was they lot- don't know where Hoffa's at. They thought they were going to They didn't know what was going to be in there. They ended up being nothing in there. It's like that an empty room. Yeah. yeah. They, they opened up and it was like nothing was Trinkets, there. Trinkets. There was like chairs in they, there. And they they shit. were hoping it was like money or whatever. But this is where we stored the liquor at our bar. You know, yeah, exactly. It's My complete. dad used to smoke crack at this house in South fucking uh, <clears throat> in, in Cal City, uh, right right adjacent to a tattoo shop. It was so close that you'd hear the buzzing of the gun from this guy's living room. And they used to fuck whores upstairs while we watched black and white Godzilla movies and played fucking. How did you turn out relatively Vision. Wow. That, that, that sounds like a rough story. I had you fun, know? actually, that night. Yeah. We were eating cheese, weird cream cheese on crackers. We made potato pancakes. It was a hoot. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is this the Menendez brothers? They haven't been discovered yet. Is I think it might be Richard Ramirez. The other two boys, his classmates, were also sentenced to life. 
Have you ever been in here a in the first? Why did I bring up the Cal City thing? Wow. Um. What, well, what was? The, what did I lead into that with? No, no, with the with the crack thing. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it was. Oh, the reveal of the safe. The safe being a. Um. Well. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So it was in Cal City, and the dude who lived in the house used to say that Cal City had a bunch of. Uh, Capone tunnels that went from Cal City to a bunch of bars in Cal City to Chicago that like whenever he needed to escape there's tunnels all over Cal City they're Capone tunnels well the the tunnel story I heard of of Chicago is of course uh, in Uptown where the Green Mill the Aragon Aponte's Ballroom here best best Geraldo when he gets punched in the nose that's oh yeah said. yeah yeah absolutely uh, uh, it was a uh, it was a Aragon Ballroom the the uh, the Green Mill and then of course the Riviera we're all like up in that same area of uptown. Supposedly, there were three tunnels that went underneath the the intersection there of Lawrence and Clark, I believe, Lawrence and Broadway, right there. And uh, there's a bank right there too. That's a mobbed up bank that I guess like when it was they were dance halls back in the day. They would bring money every. Oh, I'm gonna go get my phone, but I'm listening. To Absolutely, you. and and then, and the money every night they would put it in a safe underneath there, and they actually formed a bank right there that still exists to this day. That I think was a mobbed up bank, you know. But I think that that was a because that was a big Capone hangout was the Green Mill because they had jazz there. It was mobbed up by I, the first mob. Crocious. I tell you, who, I tell you who worships the devil. This guy's barber. That's the guy who worships the devil. Drugs, that hair is that, was, that, that That's like Pete Steve Alford when he needed a haircut. God, what was the deal with the Pete bangs, Roland? Man? Who the fuck is Pete Roland? Well, this, he, I guess he killed someone. He was part of a um, Satan cult. He listened to a lot of good music. <laughs> Peace of mind. Listen, Maiden is good. Maiden is Maiden is good. I I don't dislike Maiden, but I don't like the high pitched metal singing. I, I I agree with you. He's the first guy actually. Uh, Bruce Dickinson's okay with it. When we killed animals, it was just like. We would just, just fuck things would go through my mind. Holes, dude. We were fucking squirrel throat. This holes. is just. It's such sensationalized crap. People are confused. Don't turn it into something bigger than what it is. 1991, My Own Private Idaho, directed and written by Gus Van Zandt, came out starring River Phoenix and Keanu Reeves. Now, is this the first River Phoenix where you're like, this fucking guy is an actor? Uh, Well, no, he he had been, uh, what was interesting is he had definitely been groomed in the late 80s. Well, he was in Stand By Me, but he was also in a a series of movies before that. Sidney Poitier him played in Little Nikita, where he plays a Russian like a Russian kid, I believe. Uh, he was being groomed very much as like, uh, uh, like if he had been like, like he, he was he was up there with like, uh, who would he be on, on par with? Christian Slater, that sort of caliber of actor. You know what I mean? Like of that era. He was like pre-Brad Pitt, but he would have been in that sort of caliber. Rob Aponte says the bank is T-Y-E-Y Close Bank. Maybe he typed wrong. Yeah. The yeah. Close Bank. He said Greeks owned it. Well, yeah, because remember that guy who ran for Senate? Uh, in that probably he had a Greek name, he had a Greek name. He ran for I can't remember what his last name was, but his family owned that. Stavros bank. Athens. Yeah, he, he <clears> did. <throat> something Papadopoulos. Const- I don't know what Constantine it was. fucking uh- Yor- Yorgush Papadopoulos. <laughs> but but he was uh, you know <laughs> you know but but my point is. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, they beat him up. Maybe they just beat him up. They weren't worshiping Satan. They're just bad people. Here's the thing about true born again Christians to me, and why I don't trust true evangelical Christians. I believe it is people who have not integrated their dark side and the things they're ashamed about into their life, right? To sort of like just live a more normal existence, they have to suppress that side of their life. These are people that have never religion. spanked an ass during sex ever, or, or, or just, or, or they have, and they feel 
horribly guilty about it. So they, they're overcompensating. In fact, I think they may have done horrible things and they want to prove to everyone, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm I don't okay. spank you see, asses. You see, I don't I, like I, thick, juicy asses. You know, I, I, I wouldn't do, and it could be goofy things, like the little things. Like I always thought that was a hilarious thing on The Simpsons. Gian Louis. Oh, 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 Jean, Jean Louis. Oh, it's how he spelled it is G I N. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, not Julianus, but Jean Louis. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They he ran for a for Senate like ran against Mark Kirk force for Senate and barely lost. Yeah, and lost barely. Yeah, he lost. He did, which he should have won because I think that might have been the year that Obama won in 08. But he was, I mean, he was a he was Satanist is what we're bringing it. It was crooked. But Fuck squirrels, just like the Satanists. The argument that a lot of people who I guess who are Satan worshippers have about Christianity, what I understand is that actually Christianity is more judgmental than Satan. That, that oh, true yeah. paganism and, and Satan stuff. I mean, the devil is an angel that got cast out because he wanted to be equal to God, right? I think, isn't that the myth? Or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Beelzebub. Right? <clears throat> that sounds dickish. Yeah. <laughs> I just want your job and you're going to cast me down. Well, let's see what Ozzy Osbourne has to say. Then groups Look at those like TVs. Uh, Slayer or Venom or uh, Iron Maiden or some of the others, but still, for some how the fuck are you talking to me right now? <laughs> I see tattoos of your name on some of these, uh, you know, teenage devil worshippers' arms. She's smoking a cigarette. Wherever I see <laughs> devil graffiti <laughs> and satanic graffiti, I see your He's name scratching. also. So Aponte gave it phonetic, Giannoulis. Yeah, Giannoulis. He's Giannoulis. The only responsibility I feel is is the fact that I, I just I'm a I'm a true musician in um, what I play. I don't. I don't want to make anybody start doing all this. I'm withdrawing from cocaine right now. It, it, to me, I always thought that was again. They got the cause and effect totally wrong on this when they blamed it on metal music. These people have bad lives. This is the music they kind of like to listen to. That that's all it was. You know, if they didn't have this. People murdered in the 1950s. Also, people murdered in 1321. People have been murdering for so long. You know, it's it's just no. It's got to be this explanation as to why. Thank you. Thank you. I, Thank you. I appreciate my explanation. There. Yeah. I like this background of the River Thames over so his shoulder. So is this Benny Hill in the background? What the fuck city is this? I'm from Birmingham. This isn't Birmingham. Where's Villa Park? Well, they don't even know. You've got London behind me. I'm not some fucking cunt. <laughs> some West End playbill fuck. Different. I actually respect Ozzy now. Okay. I used from to Birmingham, was- dude. He steals Steel Town, baby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's He's weird. from the Chicago of England. Yeah, absolutely. We worked hard. We pissed in hells. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I don't he think like he had a, a, I, They didn't have plumbing. He, they like pissed in outhouses. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Dude, England was World War II until like the mid 70s. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 well, you know, the fact is, is that, you know, it's, a lot of the world's pretty poor. Let's slide down. Also in 1988, uh, the U.S. Senate passes a bill curbing ads during child TV shows. Did you notice this? Did you no, notice less commercials? I was 19. I wouldn't watch child shows at that time. I wonder if that's when they're like, you can only show toy toy commercials. As opposed to cigarette ads. Yeah. But with- uh, Joe Camel was fun. But again, we were talking about River Phoenix. We're going all over the place. Yeah. My um, private Idaho. My own private Idaho. That was a- Boy, that's about diddling, right? Well, no, no. It's about two guys who are male prostitutes. Ken Reeves's character and-, and uh, it's based on the what's the Shakespearean play again? Henry, the, I don't know. It's based on a Shakespearean play where basically um, Keanu Reeves is a rich kid who just wants to slum it for a while, so he lives with homeless kids in Portland. And River Phoenix is a true kind of screw up. He's a narc. He's narcoleptic too, and they're both basically male prostitutes. By fan request, uh, we're gonna watch Geraldo get punched. 
I like it. But yeah, so it, but it's very much an independent hit. Like the clothing they wear, like that clothing was like you were hip. But what I heard though is that River Phoenix, I guess, used to party some, then sobered up. But when they were filming that movie, they would film during the day and then go back to Gus Van Sant's house at night, and people just, just do blow off and dicks just, and shit. And I think we're like shooting heroin. I mean, it was like. People were doing some pretty hard, and like Flea was there. there were, it was just a big party house. Look at these because they, right they, they were really kind of they were really diving into the the lifestyle, you know, like being a street. And, and I guess that that's when he uh, he got truly messed up again. This right here yeah. is the face of racism. Uh, I th- like I, that. Look at that fucking scowl right there. I, I thought I, th- I thought he was the face of an of an owner of a of a, of a third tier British football team of a you know? t- pub and a pub <laughs> and a pub exactly. pub FC. Sick and tired of hearing the sob stories from kikes. Ooh, might get pulled from YouTube for that one. Go ahead, Roy. Go ahead. No, let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed, Keith. I mean, the whole the arguments are. Oh, he's choking him. He's choking him out. Wait, yeah, he got a chair in the face. Rolled up. I mean. This was before Jerry Springer. You know what I mean? Like this. This was when this happened. I remember this being like a story. This was a story. This is a fucking melee. This is like an episode of Jerry Springer. You know, we, we always want to say it was before Springer, and so when when they Springer staged was it, like, we got to do this every episode. Yeah, well, this is pre. So they knew they had something. This was a story. This ain't Phil Donahue. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, this was a story, man. Phil Donahue was inquisitive, you know. almost like. Uh, Oprah owes her success to Phil Donahue. That was very much. A he was the most kind of, popular guy of yeah, all time. Yeah, but yeah, before Oprah, absolutely, very much related. But yeah, this was. Yeah, he got a chair in the nose. He had a bloody nose. He's just like won the rating share. Was this 1987? Let's see. I gotta say, it was 87. Doesn't say. Hmm. Okay. That set, though, and the clothes, that's 87. Vikings were good this year. All right, sit down. We're going to get great ratings. Everybody calm down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this was on like the cover of Newsweek. Has TV gone too far? But again, this I see why Trump and him would get along well, because they're just the same hype masters. That's all they are. I mean, it, it's just the same thing going on now. This devilish minx right here. Hundreds of thousands, I can't say. Thousands. Looks like a heel manager from a wrestling <laughs> Like a female heel yeah. manager? That's hilarious. She would, if you you summon her from an urn. Oh, you see, oh, I, remember, yeah, I remember this guy. Interestingly enough, Looks in like the United Spock. States Army. What is it? The Satanism. I think that... Um, well, I eat food and I have... Confusion tonight because this same term means something different to Satanists than it does to Christians. Well, Satanism means you enunciate every word and you talk Victorian <laughs> and I wear Draculaic things. Draculaic is a word. It's a style. Now, I, I'm also doubling as a stunt double for Leonard Nimoy. They're filming Forbidden for yeah. New Frontier, Star Trek V, the worst of all the installments. It's always Halloween <laughs> in my heart and in my soul. The Church of Satan, when it was founded, was composed not of people with a hatred for Christianity, but of people who, by and large, were agnostics and atheists because they felt that the institutions which had arisen around Christianity had failed in their moral commitment. Really? I'd be like, but Why what's would with the that? eyebrows? <laughs> Why do you got to look that way? All it, that's it's fine. a little goofy, right? Why I don't mean- you exercise? Why don't you whack a layer <laughs> off that lower chin? <laughs> Satan wants sexy people, too. Yeah, I wonder what this guy's up to. Look up his name, man. Belief. 
We gotta Google him, see where he's at. Did they say his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they put it down below. Yeah, go back like fifth. Go back like a minute. Here he goes, Michael Aquino. Doctor Michael Aquino. Aquino. Yep. I wonder what he's doing now. Probably had a grabber. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> I ate one too many <laughs> deep fried bat wings and I and he I got more grabber. Mexican as the years went on <laughs> ate a lot of fucking uh, I bet you they're based either in LA or San Francisco that's where they're at I'm there's sure. so many Michael Aquino I mean look at all these how about doctor and then put on Satanist that's Satanist what that's yeah, what I want to yeah, put yeah exactly because yeah Santana <laughs> Santiago this temple of set yeah this that, that, that's him yep. oh he's still writing books wow wow what's his wiki he's, a, he's got a wiki page oh yeah <laughs> is a set of occult oh come on with your it's a set of occult uh, initiatory order founded in 75 yeah the temple was established by michael aquino an american political scientist military officer and high-ranking member of anton levey's church of satan uh, so I would imagine he's still doing that because he's 2014. He's selling Amazon books. Is he, did they give his age? How old is he now? Is he we'll like, get this biography. He's probably 68 now, I'm guessing. He went to the Industrial College of the Armed Forces. Oh, my God. Look at him. He's still got the eyebrows. <laughs> I got like a little closer. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now he's got his military gear on. It's wait, wait, He's also he doubles as a general, I guess. That's what he does. I guess he's... <laughs> Look at those yeah, eyebrows. That's him. That's him. Absolutely. That's him. Oh, man. Uh, he's a lieutenant colonel of uh, psychological operations and U.S. Army, uh, a graduate of industrial college. So he did things after this. He parlayed Geraldo into a fucking well, educational that career, way before, man. I guess. I mean, yeah. What, what, Decorations include the Bronze Star. So he actually did things. Air medal, army accommodation. Yeah, Brown stars. I mean, he's thing. a Satanist. He probably fucked the skull of an Iraqi yeah, before yeah, no, or no, something I, I, like that. I, I doubt that because uh, they don't do things like that. Academic credentials include the okay University of California Santa Barbara. So he was a uh, he was a gaucho. <laughs> uh, you know, he <laughs> what he a, herded sheep up a mountain. Well, no, no, a gaucho is a, a Mexican a cowboy. That's what a cowboy is in Mexico. He is a past national commander of the Eagle Scout Honor Society. So there's the child diddling. Recipient of this the night him? Oh, dude, yeah. In 2006, following his retirement as a U.S. government officer. Holy shit. He, he was recognized by Scotland's uh, Lord Lion, uh, Lion, yeah, Lion King of Arms as the 13th This might Baron. be the most accomplished Satanist in the history of oh, the world. Oh, absolutely. He is the author and editor of numerous books on political, military, and uh, in initiatory subjects. subjects. Cults, all, all currently uh, with his wife Lilith, who is a, a summoned spirit. L Lilith would be a good Satanist wife's name. Oh, Lilith! Uh, an uh, immortal cat lives in San he, Francisco. Of course, he lives in San Francisco. Of course, he does. That makes perfect Look sense. Look at that! Wow! Wow! There is some confusion tonight because this same term means something different to Satanists than it does to Christians in the United States. By our own I'm going to be re reasonable. Gauchos are also servers at Fogo de Chao. Maponte <laughs> says. By the way, not a good restaurant. I ate there it's one time. It's very mediocre. I, the house red it's wine tourist. Was it's a tourist yeah. steakhouse. I, I went there and 
I went there with a girlfriend. I was like, this place sucks. I didn't like it. went there once with her. So like, let's just check out this restaurant. I didn't like it. But if people who by and large It was too packed. It was busy. You know, it was a busy place. 1990. Oh, no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Came out this game. Was this 1990? No, I'm going through history. Oh, we still okay, got, We okay. still got a few days here. Sure, This is sure. a pumping second half. You feeling good? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because uh, we essentially got till Alicia comes home, which well, is... I'm going to wind down a little bit. I yeah. I got to go out and drive, my friend. Um, uh, 1990 Dances with Wolves came out. Yeah. God, they came out in October yeah. of we watched. I watched that in kindergarten for some reason, because it's about Native Americans when we, yeah. when we learned about dances. Like we, and I just blanking that movie out. The most bo- boring, horrific piece of shit. Because I was really into the first Batman during that era. Yeah, yeah. So anything that wasn't that, I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Have you seen it since? No, I remember it's long. It took us like four days to watch it. It is. If you watch it, you've seen the Cameron movie, uh, the, uh, what was it called? Where they, they go to the uh, uh, the other world where they, they, they go, what, what is it? Oh, Avatar? Game? Avatar. It, it is. He be, it's a white it's guy. It's Dances with Wolves Gone Space. It's a white it's guy. Exact, it's a white guy who joins an Amer- Native American tribe. Basically. Well, he, he basically gets kind of, if you see it, it unfolds pretty well. I think you'd like it now through an adult perspective. That movie was huge. I remember like when that came out in 1990, oh my God. that was deemed a very What's like this guy good doing? I don't know. He's in Brooklyn. People's religious belief. I think we got voodoo back here. These exactly. blacks and their voodoo. They're turning a Chucky doll to life. <laughs> this one on a woman who's persistent. Look at it. It's, this is so racist. This looks so fun, though. Of I'm course. Into yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is better than Christianity. Oh, they're going to rip that eagle apart. Oh, they ripped that eagle apart for well, sure. Well, I think it's a chicken. Look, look at him. Then in a moment of almost sexual release, the devil was purged. Look at this. They're ripping. They ripped that bird in half. They ripped it apart. They ripped that bird apart. Listen to his. I mean, this is offensive to me. It's really happening, though. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's but, not like a created thing. Like that's it's racist, but that's like a real. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying Geraldo Rivera's a narration. Treating it like it's yeah. a crazy. Do you see what they're doing here? It's a it's a it's a douche point oh, You know, it's can you believe these people are is that, that John stupid? Candy? Are they indoctrinating John Candy? God, people are insane. It's we're lost. We're a lost. Look, this is a young John Candy right here being induct indo- indoctrinated into Satanism. With a background in show business rather than theology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Masters claims the members of his congregation react so because it's a wooden stick. That's how you know it's really villainous and satanist. And fear themselves possessed by the devil. Uh, This is amazing. Yeah, the fact that we're watching this and this exists—it's just the. I mean, what are people? I mean, ooh, look at that mask. Worship is as old as religion itself. They drink red wine and pretend it's blood. <laughs> is this faces of death? Now this is when the toys come out. They play with their Tonka trucks. They ride around in toy cars. And bestow these blessings of hell. Come on, they look pretty ridiculous. Fucking Orson Welles and shit. Yeah, I mean, come on. This is that's why. Even though I, I actually do kind of, I respect Marilyn Manson. I do. I think. There's I mean, he's a rapist, music. but. But but it's like the whole, uh, that, that's what's his face is that H P Lovecraft no Alistair Crowley it's Alistair mm-hmm. Crowley Mister Crowley Mister Crowley it's my favorite Randy Rhodes solo my favorite Randy Rhodes yeah. solo yep uh, t- uh October twentieth year two thousand Ice T's character debuts in Law and Order S V U oh. we brought him up a couple weeks ago yeah we did cop killer we talked like this there's Anton Lavey 
looking like a young Mike Wiley. Best-selling satanic Bible. <laughs> it's the handbook of devil worshippers everywhere. And for and it's essentially a fictional novel, right? Well, it's of Hollywood. What did Salman yeah, Rushdie Sammy Davis write? Jr. Uh, he he wrote the Satanic Verses, okay, uh, which was kind of a, a, a satirical comment about about fucking Muhammad. It, it portrayed Muhammad in kind of a satirical light, and uh, fundamentalists like I think fucking Iran, Cat just Stevens, that wanted to kill him. Yeah, they, they they put a price on his head. I mean, that would have been the summer of '89. Oh, Salman Rushdie, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, it was. I think the Ayatollah Khomeini, I believe, uh, in wow. Iran. Uh, Often involving the removal of organs. That also was sensationalized just to get people worked up. I'm here on a farm. You see, we a, can't trust them. A group of Satanists any moment now are going to come to this field and start milking these and, cows and rip these cows to shreds, no. just ripping them up. Like paper in a Bible. If I ever look, if I ever dress like that, if I ever have my shirt tucked in and a belt like that, Keith, please let me know. Oh, I'll let you know. Please let me know if I'm that out of touch. October 20th, 1995, the movie Mall Rats comes out. That was in October, huh? Yeah. Well, wasn't that Liv Tyler? Isn't she in that? Um, no, that oh, is the, that's the record that's one. Empire Records. Yeah, I exactly. also love that movie. Yeah, that, that's those are the, again the classic like copying movies, you know. Um, uh, 19, uh, 1977, three members of the rock band Leonard Skinner are killed in a plane crash. You don't remember that at all. No, huh? You were no. like two or eight. Uh, I yeah, gave you, you always get, I, I say but my that year. time I gave you credit. <laughs> I said you were born in the late seventies. Cause you know what? I get confused. Sometimes I think you and CJ Sullivan are the same age. He's late seventies, right? He's born in 76. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. were born in 69. Yeah. He's seven years younger. You're closer to my dad's age. Nine actually, years um, old. You're nine years older than my dad. Nine years younger. Younger. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But your your mom is only four years younger than my me. mom was born in sixty five. She, she's younger than my. You're my brother. mom's age, but my mom was. I remember even when I was a kid. Like my mom is still considered a young mother. I would yeah. say. Yeah. The fact that I'm like thirty four and my mom hasn't even retired yet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm gonna be fifty when my mom is dead. Like I'm. I got a lot of years with oh, my yeah. mom. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought the same thing with me that my mom died when I was thirty seven. Yeah. I mean, cancer could. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I didn't okay, mean. To, <laughs> that's okay. hilarious. That I'm just like, oh, my mom is so young, <laughs> just young and spry, and then I'm gonna get a call when we get off air that she has fucking pussy cancer to the mouth. Yeah. Oh God. That'd be bad. Jesus. She had some uh, irregular cells zapped off of her uterus. That could have been like precancerous cells. Yeah, no, it's good for it. That's being prevented. That's smart. Uh, October 22. This is where we are. The devil worshiping Satan's thing at airs. Uh, 1984 NBC airs BBC footage of the Ethiopian famine. This started the aid era. Yeah, absolutely. Rock and roll is going to save the fucking world. Well, it's amazing. Just from that time to Christmas in two months. You had a uh, feed the world. Do they know? Do they know? At this world of, a, I'm doing Boy George. And this, in this world of plenty, but save a prayer, a prayer for the only. That's Simon. And then Live Aid happened off that, right? Well, yeah, Live Aid happened. Because Bob Geldof was like, let's do this for a week straight. And then, but in response to the British one, there was there was the uh, farm aid. No, 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 no. There wasn't farm aid, but there was the uh, "We Are the World," which was done. Uh, Quincy Jones, bro. I remember we that. We are the world. The first Super Bowl I ever watched, they played that at halftime. What's the What's the first Super Bowl you actually remember watching? What's the first one we actually have memory? We probably had this conversation. Bills before. Cowboys. The, the, the when one, Michael Jackson sang uh, sang oh, at halftime, oh, oh, the one at Pasadena, the first when one, he sang not the "We Are the one. World." 
when he when Michael Jackson okay. sang "We Are the World" at the Super Bowl, because my dad had it blaring in the basement. Yeah, like yeah. I remember, I went down and I remember the Cowboys were just fucking housing the cow yeah. the bill the, the bills. bills. Yeah, it was ugly. Oh yeah, I remember watching that. But I remember Jacko was more um, people were watching it for him over the super bowl that oh, probably absolutely. was one of the least watched super it probably jet went through the roof at halftime for well, what's Jacko. interesting about that one and you probably know this that was the first one when the nfl the previous year that was when living color did a show during the halftime no no no, 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 no. no. i mean the, 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 in, the, yeah in living color and it got huge ratings the halftime show of the redskin bill super bowl was like this up with people like streamer it was really dated it, it was like mormon entertainment the osmonds were probably doing it and they got killed on the ratings and they were like okay we're gonna get michael jackson that's what we're gonna do next so that was the first time when it was like a pop star dude the osmonds did the singing crazy horses at a super bowl <sighs> would have been incredible the light show alone <laughs> you gotta admit it that was a pretty crazy horses is the jam uh, i'm sorry we're I think we have to go off on a tangent again. That's all the show is right now. We've watched the Satan worship thing, which was totally unexpected, which I actually appreciate. You want me to play Crazy Horses? I think it's going to get popped. I think it's going to get popped for a thing. Shoot. They own it. Can you do like 10 seconds of it? Yeah, you can. It it is a bizarre song. It's them trying to be like edgy. It's them trying to be kind of hard. It is bizarre. When we watched it that time, I was like, this is odd music i saw them in concert my very first concert the osmonds seven years old oh i'm sure you were just like what the fuck is this look well, I, I put it crazy really and it's the it. first thing that comes up that's how often i watch this <laughs> uh but i had a real crush on marie osmond i mean i like she was girls. a little cutie oh she was adorable listen to this so that's the beginning, but look at them getting into that fucking piano. That's that's fucking. Is that uh, a theremin? Are they playing a theremin? No, there? the theremin doesn't have keys. It's like a thing. But the dude playing the keyboard. That's Donnie. Donnie's playing the keyboard. Look at them, dude. They were really getting into the, it. They, yeah, they thought that- they wanted to be Led Zeppelin so hard, dude. That's Alan. Come on, Jimmy Page must have seen this. They must have just laughed hysterically. This might get popped when we post it, but I can edit it out. That's Donnie Osmond. Yes. Look at those, how perfectly perm that hair was. Look at that dance. Oh, Crow, I saw this for the first time, tripping absolute balls on multiple hits of LSD. Were you just like literally in Daisy, There's Donnie. Donnie's on the keyboard. No, I th- no, I no they just played it. They just showed it. Oh, that's Donnie. They're going over their names. Oh, that is. Yeah. They all kind of looked. Look at that face he makes on the transition, though. Look at his dancing. Like, like I would dance better than that, and I can't dance. So watch, watch Dan. They go to bed. They go to Donnie. They mark out Donnie. Watch his face when he pulls away from the mic. They were like, "We got it. Oh yeah, we yeah. got our hit, dude." <laughs> Look at him, boys. We're in the big time. <laughs> I'm sure they still play this song at Vegas. I'm sure they must play it in Vegas. I wonder if we got popped. We have zero viewers again. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we we can turn this off. I I just find this song just bizarre, weird, stranger than this, stranger than the Satan worship, and 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 this is like I mean, Harald. I'm sure he's looking at this as an opportunity to sort of normalize, but but like people just falling prey to this. This is the era of I'm gonna text televangelism and, and say, stuff did the and, stream get cut because of crazy horses? Oh, it's just it's again. I I thought that we were going to eventually 
grow out of this again of this this era like when i was a kid keith i would watch stuff like this and i was smart enough to realize how dumb people were like oh my god satan you're worshiping satan and you satan is a force in this world and it gives an explanation as to why people murder each other so you heard all of crazy horses aponte he was here i just want to make sure okay okay but he's here i I used to think so i'd see something like this back then and be okay this will eventually grow out of this no, the Satanist thing? No, no, no. Just how ignorant people are, how prey they are to the sensationalized nature of this, to the Geraldo Rivera'sation of the world, and it's worse than it's ever been. We elected a president. And Crow, to, to cap things off, the last thing and probably the most important thing, 1978, October 25th, Halloween premieres in theaters. Wow. And I think changes horror movies. I mean, Friday the 13th said straight up, they were like, Halloween's popular, let's copy it. I was going to say, I, I think you can make, I was thinking about that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think, definitely is sort of in this cut from a similar cloth. There's the idea of a faceless killer, you know? Texas Chainsaw Massacre was different about that. It was like a family of murderers. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, what do you think about that from your modern uh, lens? I like it. Yeah. It's a little slow at first, but it's cool slow because you got the weird shit that happened to him before. Yeah, exactly. And even that weird, tardy, fat guy that's in the wheelchair. Like, oh, he's it's, creepy. It's bizarre. Oh, it's creepy. It's a creepy movie. Uh, the sound, if you watch the sound of that movie is totally good. Like, there's a good buildup of like when the very first killing happens, when that, that guy, when, when Leatherface, whatever, closes the door after he beats him over the head a couple I times. I love the then, bird room. You know, when they yeah, go into the room yeah, and it's all bird it's all carcasses. Fr- yeah, yeah. I mean, that. There were scenes in there that I, I saw that movie in the theater. Dude, this is the truth. I had to sleep with a relative that night. I, I saw it at, at a drive-in. I was 11 years old. I had to sleep with a relative. I was that sort of disturbed by that movie. Ooh. But I, I think of... Crow I th- got molested because of no, fucking no, no, that Texas didn't I'm just kidding. But, but <laughs> I, I think that Halloween, certainly from a slasher point of view, was definitely a different type of horror movie. You know, it, it, the kind of the faceless killer doesn't even have a line. Just all they do is kill. You know that 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 I don't. I think that that was kind of new. You know, I, right. I think horror movies. There was no plot. That, it's just like this is this is what he does, and he's sla- killing people, and you're afraid of. Would him. you say first slasher? Yes, I, I definitely think it was because I think before that, again, horror movies were like it was Creature from the Black Lagoon. It was vampire movies. Yeah, I don't like it those was movies. werewolves. I've still only seen Wolfman, and it's because I liked werewolves. Yeah, yeah, werewolves, vampires. You know, creature of uh, mummies. Dracula's fucking gay. The, 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 there would be monster movies. There'd be big creatures. You know, them. You know, radiation. Them. I've still never seen the 1992 Dracula. Oh, you haven't seen that? No, it just it's, doesn't seem appealing to me. I remember that being a Keanu's movie in with, that, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, dude, it had an all-star. Uh, uh, Gary Oldman, Oldman plays he plays Dracula. Yeah, he does. And then uh, uh, Winona Ryder is in it. She's like the love interest. I Tom lived, Waits is in it. I lived in a coffin for two weeks. I had to prepare for the role because they uh, they cheese over his acting because he had to master three different eras. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like a Egyptian king in part one, and then he's in the fifties, and then it's the nineties. Well, well <laughs> no, I mean it, it, it's like uh, it's like. Um, uh, early aughts, 19, 1900s, 1890s, London is where most of it takes place. But he's also like a, you know, it, it, it's based on a Vlad the Impaler. You know, he's like a, tra- uh, whatever, a Transylvanian a big count. He, he was a Romanian count. Ooh, Dracula. Impaled women with voice. my penis. It's also, uh, it's it's Coppola. Coppola directs it. Yeah. You know? Didn't they win an Academy for that? 
I think they won a few Academy Awards, probably for some effects. Yeah. There's some pretty good effects. And I mean, I'd be curious if you'd see it, because I remember seeing that movie in the theater, just had broken up with my girlfriend. It was one of the last things we ever did together, seeing that movie. And it was, I remember that being kind of like, whoa, this is a bit of an edgier, like well-produced horror movie. But if you see it now, I saw parts of it recently, bit dated. It's bad. Bit dated. It's bad. Bit dated, you know? Yep. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, I would say the slasher movie, because that turned into then, like from the Halloween movie, there was like Happy Birthday to me, but there was also the- uh, Prom Night. A Prom Night, but then there was also the- Camp um, Killer, Camp Killaway or whatever the fuck, Camp uh, Sleep, Sleepaway Camp. My Bloody, like My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, that's the name of an alternative of a, rock band. band oh, they were huge. Gen they X, Gen X huge. Gen X huge. They love them, the Gen X. Trust me, I know. I never bought any of their stuff. Portishead was better. <laughs> uh, but, but then- uh, <laughs> But it was like kind of the slasher movie too was like, uh, uh, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Um, God, what else was in that? But the, it, it definitely created that sort of uh, that that thing of like there was some blood. You had to have some good death in it, some good implements yeah. of death. You had to have a bad guy who was faceless. Again, that's what Halloween. Jason. Because again, the first Friday the Thirteenth, it was a you know it was the mother was killing, the mom. but then it was the hockey mask that came in in the second one, I believe. And so there was this faceless element to it, along with my bloody Valentine was a miner. He was a coal miner who in murdered the first people. Scream. The killer yeah. kills Drew Barrymore because she gets that question wrong. Oh, he okay. says in the first in the first Friday the Thirteenth, who's the killer? She goes, Jason, it's Jason. And he goes, wrong. Jason's mom is the killer. Yeah. Jason didn't appear until part two. Yeah. Well, the end of the first one. Yeah. He's at the, that part scared me as a kid. Oh, mangle wet Jason popping out of the water that I used to be like, oh, can I tell a quick story? I think I told you. Oh yeah. You know me. I'm trying to do four or five hour podcasts. I know it's just that important. (laughs) I, okay. I watched it in the basement of my cousin's house in Iowa. I have an elder cousin and and my brother were two months apart age-wise, four to five years older than me, okay? Mike Swantek's in the chat, baby. Do you remember Swantek? The guy used to come to see what, to, to stand up, stand up? Oh, yeah. Big, tall guy. Yeah. Great yeah. person. Great guy. So so we're, uh, so, so we're watching Friday the 13th. I was probably 11 or 12 years old in the basement. They're 16. There's three rooms in the basement, the TV room, a laundry room, and then a bathroom that didn't have a light that was You're, dark. That's middle class as fuck, dude. It was downstairs. TV no. rooms are big, were big 80s, 90s house yeah, th- things. Th- this would have been 81 probably. TV, it was probably the, the fucking peak of a TV room. Yeah, so we, we watched on cable. Well, the t- the, you needed a TV for how big these fucking ro- how big these TVs were. You needed a whole room. I can remember watching it and like that scene happened. You know, Jason comes out and yeah. I am mortified. Oh, dude. Mortified. I still kind of can't watch it, and I love horror movies. Mortified, you know, because and that was very much the carry thing too, with the hand coming out. I mean, that that was kind of the first of that, the hand coming out, and uh, of of the grave and grabbing Amy Irving, who married him. <laughs> You're gonna marry Steven Spielberg and get a lot of money when you divorce him. But but I, I remember watching that scene on Friday the Thirteenth, and then my my brother and my cousin wouldn't let me walk upstairs until I went into the bathroom with the lights off. Pick the toilet seat oh. up and slam the toilet seat down. They had to hear it go, like, had to hear it. Because you wanted to, because they were like, you got to go in the dark. Like, yeah, you, you have to go in there. And I was like, no. I'm, and I kept trying to get past me. They would shove me down the stairs. Were you, was this it your sho- prepubescent voice? Oh, yeah, you? yeah. I, I was, I was weeping. I was weeping. <laughs> I was crying. Much, much like I was crying when Walter Payton ran for 275 yards against the Vikings. I was crying. And they, and they were like, okay, we're not going to come scare you. To prove we're not going to come scare you, we're going to read the paper out loud so you can hear our voices and you can walk in there. You got to pick up. And finally, I was like, They legitimately okay. were like, we want you to conquer your fear. 
it was not a good thing, Keith. They were doing it to scare the shit out of me, and they laughed at me crying. Okay. That's why they did it. Look how scared he is. He's so scared. <laughs> we're 16. We're just getting blowjobs for the first time. <laughs> oh, my God. This, six, this little kid. And, and I remember going in there and, and making that, you know, it was pitch black, and it was a scary kind of shitty basement. Pitch black. I picked up the, 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 the toilet seat and slammed it down and, and ran out. And I thought, like, good, good. They're going to like me now. There was a sense of relief, like, oh, okay, the bully is going to like me now. So that, that that's my story, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know me very well, or maybe you do, th- or you thought you knew me well, that is a story of my childhood of uh, what I dealt with. What a closing story. How do you yes. feel about the show? Are you winding down? Yeah, yeah, do you want to go? Yeah, yeah. I gotta well, chill out a little bit. That was yep. the show, everybody. You know what it means. We're gonna put the fucking the outro music on. Thank you so much for listening. I think we're getting a little bit of a we we have a structure. We got this week in TV history. We got the TV the, league, the TV league going on. We talk about some topical things. I, I think there's we always have five or six good segments. Early on in the show, I was kind of like, where are we going with this? Yeah. I'm clearer on it now. Well, uh, follow us on social media. I'm at uh, everywhere at Keith Pazel. Crow is on Twitter at Insecure Comic. Yep. KeithPazel.com for all the podcasts. YouTube for all the podcasts. Apple, Spotify. Yep. We're everywhere. Uh, we'll see you next week sometime. Yes. We love all of you. Absolutely. Hail Satan. Thank you. Thank you. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?